Shout out to Coppish. Shout out to Coppish, guys. Good work the up. two legends, Emil Heskey, Howard, Howard Gell. Can't get much better than that, guys. Yeah. You know what to do now. Like, comment, subscribe. I'm with legends, guys. <laughs> it's Monday, people. You know what that means? Monday Night Live with your guys from Coppish. Hope you're well. Hope you had a great start to the week. We've got some great topics for you today. We're going to be speaking about. Mr. Lord Divokarigi, labelled as world-class by his manager, but however it looks as though he's going to be leaving, so we look a bit more into that situation. Also going to be looking into a potential crypto shirt sponsor for Liverpool Football Club, which could be worth £70 million per season. Also going to look at Nico Williams' future after he spoke recently, and we're going to do an FPL update as well. Drifty. After the little beating we gave to the blue side yesterday, how are you feeling, bro? Baby, baby. It's a nice <laughs> feeling. It's a nice yeah, feeling. Yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is. Um, yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. How you doing, bro? Not too bad. Busy, busy day, busy start to the week. Got a very busy week, but such is life, brother. This is what we do. This is what we do. It is, it is um, indeed. Shout out to everyone in the comments. Uh, please do smash the like button if you haven't already. Make sure you do that throughout the stream as well. Right, Drift. I don't think there's any better place to start than with the man of the hour, the man of the moment, the Lord, D9, the GOAT. Ah, Mr. <laughs> Divok Origi. I wasn't ready Let's for this one still. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, so Mr. Klopp came out and says Divock Origi is world-class and if he leaves, wherever he goes, I hope he explodes. Pause. Um, and There's a bit of a misquote in there, bro, because I actually saw the thing. He, he actually said world-class finisher. Oh, did he say world-class finisher? Yeah, okay. he didn't actually say, but, but then the pundits missed out the finisher and just said oh, okay. world class, and then that's how that part came. But in the actual interview, he said he's a world class finisher. Okay, okay, cool, cool. That clears up a bit then. Even still, me and Klopp had a conversation about that. Haven't we? <laughs> I've got a little theory, and I know I'm going to get cussed for this, but you know what? I'm going to say it anyway. We all would like to have at least one out and out number nine at the club. Yeah, you've obviously expressed your desire for us to sign Nunes, for example. Uh, I, I'm quite like the look of Isak, for example, if we are going to go down that route of signing an out-and-out out nine. But if Klopp calls him a world-class finisher, Divock's never kicked up a stink and he's professional as anything. There's never a bad word that comes out about him. When he's needed... Eight to nine times out of ten, he delivers. Why are we moving him on? And if though, if he's if it's a case of he wants to go and play regular football, maybe we can't do anything about it. But why? Why is it happening? Drift, in your opinion? That's the emoji, right? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I've got two theories. The first one is 
Klopp, even though he knows how good he is, doesn't quite see how he fits him into the way he wants to play regularly enough to make him part of the overall first 11, so to speak. Mm. Which could realistically be what the issue is. Because if there's one thing about Divock that even I would admit isn't the greatest, it would probably be outside of the box intelligence. For me, he is what you call an old-fashioned striker. I think he's just, in the box, he comes alive. Anything in the box, and all of a sudden, he is lethal. The outside of the box stuff, maybe not so well. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't always make the right pass, or he doesn't always, you know, like, that can type I cut, of stuff. Can I cut you really quick, Drew? <clears throat> I don't think that's always been the case, though. And I was going to do this slightly later, but I, I think it's quite a decent segue to do it now, because... I disagree that he hasn't got any capabilities outside the box. Maybe he's kind of... Oh, no, not any. Game. Just not as much as your Bobbies and your Mane's and the other players that play ahead of him. Okay, because when I remember him in the early days of Klopp, for example, in that 15-16 season, he was delivering stuff like that. He was doing that. He was cutting in from the left-hand side, beating a man and scoring goals. He was taking people on, like, he was breaking the lines and all that mm. stuff. Maybe that's a tactic that Klopp maybe asked him to pull back on that. And look, when he was playing left wing, none of us really liked it, but he did show something sometimes from the left wing as well. Not often, but he's not a left winger in the same way we kind of kind mm. of seeing that Jota's not necessarily a left winger as well. Yeah. So yeah. when you look at the seasons we've had him, so 16, 17, no, 15, 16 is when Klopp came in and that's when Origi started to really galvanise and he was a big reason why we started to pick up results in the League Cup, started to pick mm. up results in the uh, Europa League as well. I still maintain, had he not picked up that injury against Everton that season, I think we would have won the Europa League if he was fit and firing. Then 16-17, if I'm not mistaken, he, he didn't play much. He was okay that season. He was decent. But then 17-18, he went out on loan and Solanke came in. And when he came, it's kind of the thing we do as fans. When a new person comes in, we kind of think, yeah, that person's going to hit the ground running and be amazing so we can get rid of whoever his competition is. And it never worked out for Solanke. I, I was never convinced by Solanke. But it just didn't work out. That was a really stupid decision. Yeah. But 17, 18, and he had a really bad time at, at Wolfsburg as well. Mm. Came back in 18, 19. Again, wasn't really seen or spoken about until that Everton game where he came off the bench and scored in the 96th minute. Then after that, he goes on a run where he, he scores two in the Barcelona game. He scores in that Newcastle game and then scores in the Champions League final. And you're thinking, you know, maybe Divock's kind of coming back now. Starts the season pretty well in 1920. I remember he started the first game of the season against Norwich. He scored in that game as well. Then I think he was playing and then he got injured in the Newcastle game. And because he was playing on the left, Mane came back in and Mane that season was an animal. Like there was just nothing you could really do to displace Mane. That season, in my opinion, Mane was the best left winger in world football. You so missed again, a couple of brilliant League Cup performances in 1819 as well, though, but he had some brilliant League Cup performances. Remember, that was a, he got the brace against Arsenal, I believe. That as was well, 1920. In, in, are you sure that wasn't 1819? No, it's 1920. Because we played them 
both times, didn't we? As nineteen twenty five five. All right, fair enough. Um, so again, had a had some good little periods there. Nineteen twenty, again, decent. And then that iconic picture of him standing in the middle of Anfield by himself, holding the medal, looking at it. You're thinking, right? He's off in the summer, in it. Like he's done his job. He's off in the summer. Last season, probably his worst season as a Liverpool player, I'd say. Like just nothing worked for him. It seemed as though even yeah, when he played yeah. that game against Burnley, when he was through on goal, hit the crossbar and didn't score in that game. And again, I thought he was bright in that game until that happened. And then he kind of went off and then Klopp hooked Very him. Very unfairly. He got hooked yeah, at half-time think... for that. That was very yeah. unfair. I don't... No, he didn't hook him at half-time. It was not too long after half-time. But I don't think he should have been hooked. I think he was our most dangerous player on the day at the time. And then didn't really... He kind of filtered out towards the end of that season. Then this season... Well, the summer you're thinking, right, he's off. He's got to be off this summer. Mm. And he's still at the club in look, you're thinking like what what's he still here for? Like what's what's the situation here? The Wolves game happens, the League Cup run happens. Now we're talking about him now. It's like just as it seems as though he's getting into his groove, that's when we're losing him. Mm. Do you think it was a mistake not selling him in the summer in hindsight? Because if we had sold him, maybe we would have got some money and maybe we'd been able to replace him? Or do you think this is kind of the worst, the best of a worst situation, him leaving for free in the summer? Hindsight would never say we should have sold him. I got another year of Divock at Liverpool in it. I'm just being <laughs> selfish. But if you're looking at it from a financial state, yeah, it's very stupid. People roll their eyes at me if they want when I say this. Everybody knows I love to say things that I feel, but other people completely disagree until maybe they see the light somewhere down the line. If you look at Divock's ability and you go into this market at value, Divock is a 40 to 50 million pound striker, in my opinion. And I'll stand by that. For me, to lose him for free is ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous, like it is. But it's what it is, isn't it? You know? We've done it with Ronaldo, we've done it with Emre Chan. I got a feeling we could even possibly do it with a few others, maybe Naby. I don't know. Now there's a few others I'm worried that we might just do this. So with Bobby, we might just let Bobby run his. Con- I don't know, bro. We, we, with the whole like, let a player go before you can bring a play in because we need to make money to spend money. The t- the level of players that we've let go is crazy, bro. We could have got thirty mil for Chan, easily the value of his player. We could have got 30, 40 mil for one album. Easily the value he was as a player. Then about 34, 30 mil for Ryan Adam. Well, we could have. If you Not think with... about the market value and how weird money is now and how good he was and what he'd achieved and what he'd done, I think we could have got 30 mil for Ryan Adam. I, I mean, if he had three, if he had two or three years in his contract oh, okay. and you were getting market value, I don't mean in the situation. I mean, if he had a very long contract left and he would get a market value. One of them was a 30 million pound midfielder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If he had like two, three years left on the yeah, contract. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, I'm talking I about like if they had one year left on the contract. No, 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 like market value. So I'm saying so like Emre Chan was a 30 million pound player, market value. One of them was a 30 million pound market value. Bro, even players like Lalana, we still could have got five, 10 mil from, you know, if you're talking market value and he went for free, you know what I mean? 
We've let a lot of money just go out the door. Are we and Arigi now? And like I said, market value for me, 40 million. Like he's he just turned 27 the other day. And like if you go and look around the world at players that are of the similar kind of level of him, they easily go for that type of money. Like easily. You gotta go like 60, 70 mil to get like the what will be now considered upper echelons, your Blyevich and all those other guys. Do you know what I mean? Didn't Tammy Abraham go Roma for like 45 million the other day? I'm, I'm uh, sure that was that was something uh, like they, they, the 30s. whatever it was. Yeah. So he's in and around that market value. Higher, I think he's better than Tammy, but even that, like in and around that mark, like Tammy didn't really do much in the game to even get warrant that that feed. Do you know what I mean? At least you got mm-hmm. proof of Rigi could play Champions League and all that kind of stuff. So we're letting a lot of people go for cheap. And it's really weird, bro. It's weird, like, we, Naby's only got one year left. He's a 30, 40 million pound player in the market value. It's very weird that we're letting all these players run down and get close and possibly leave for free. It's very strange, bro. I don't I don't get it. All right, first and foremost, got to big up Ryan NFC in the chat every single time. Big up yourself, Ryan, brother. Hope you're well. Make sure people you go and check out his channel straight after this show as well, Ryan LFC. Um, on that drift, I think, I think your view is slightly skewed and not I hope you like don't say that in a rude way but the reason I say that is because we'll just focus on Liverpool but if you actually look at teams across the league loads of teams lose players on free it's just it's inevitable since Klopp's been here if I'm not mistaken Emre's gone Genie's gone on a free those are two main ones right obviously we're going to be losing Mm -hmm. Divock I mean if we look at Chelsea for example they've lost players on a free that you'd be thinking, right, they shouldn't have really been going on a free. They're losing a couple this summer, you think to yourself, they shouldn't be going on a free. Arsenal, notorious for it. Absolute notorious for it. But they're terrible at business. That's yeah. why, bro. Man United, the same as well, though. Man they're United. terrible at business, bro. I mean, this part of football is kind of inevitable. I think the fact that you, and again, no disrespect to Lallana or Moreno, but at the time of losing mm. them, I don't think they were big players for us. Like Emre Chan was no. a big player for us, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Genie Wynaldum was a big player for us. And yeah, yeah. there's an argument to say Divock Origi is a big player for us when we're losing him as well. So for me, they're the three main ones. I think you look across the rest of the league, they've all lost players on a free. And you think, yeah, right, yeah maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. So I get where well, you're coming from. It's, it's there was still weird. five or 10 million here or there we could have got, though. We could have got five or 10 more for Moreno. You know no, what I mean? I, like, we just let him go for free, though, bro. Like, no, I hear that, but if I mean, who? It's difficult to say with Moreno because that season he actually was playing well up until the injury, and then Robbo just didn't look back. Mm. But yeah, I agree. We could have maybe, but if we had sold him a year prior, then that means two new left backs are coming into Liverpool at the same time, and that's kind of a weird thing to do as well. Well, we played a whole season with Milner, and he was sat there on the bench. We should have shot him that year if he was that. Like so, oh, oh, for me, Moreno should have been gone the season after we bought him, but that that's a, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, but I mean, you look at Origi and you look at his talents, and look, he's never been a great goal scorer in terms of quantity. But again, that's probably down to game time as well. But he's probably, in my opinion, in the last twenty years, maybe he's well, he's definitely top ten most clutch players at Liverpool. He's knocking on the door for top five in the last 20 years, in my opinion, for clutch moments. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it's, it's like, quite outstanding how clutch he is, bro, considering he's got no rhythm a lot of the time, which is what makes it more impressive. 
you got your Didier Drogba's and that who the king of clutch, but they're playing every week. It was mm. quite easy to be clutch when you're in rhythm and you're already a world-class player like a Drogba or whatever. But if you're not playing for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten weeks, Cal, and then you're just thrown into the lines then and you're still clutch, that's mad impressive, bro. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it really is, bro. And it, what it does, it's a testament to how much you do stay switched on and professional within training because you must still train hard and well for you to be ready when you're asked for and that is that, that is admirable, bro. Like, if you know... Imagine going training every week and you know for a fact you're not even going to be in the squad. But you yeah. are always there ready for training. Uh, that is mad admirable, bro. Like, and that was why when people used to say things like, oh, he's lazy. I'm like, no, nah, guys, man, he's not. He's a human. And he knows he's not going to be playing. It is very difficult to stay motivated, man. See, here's why I disagree, Drift. I think that he did go for a lazy period, but I think he's rejuvenated himself i genuinely do yeah. think he went for a lazy right. well i think it was justified and it was just completely natural for that to happen then based on how last season went especially in the way he was treated and come remember he, he did what he did and then he was kind of put back in the cold for no reason because when you deep it 18 19 19 20 he didn't do anything wrong in any way shape or form to deserve the 2021 push out that he got like it was weird the way he was just do you know what I mean? Like every time he was called on in those prior seasons, he he showed up and showed out, bro. Why did he get pushed away like that? It was weird, bro. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play great in nineteen, sorry, in twenty twenty one either, though. But again, many players didn't, to be fair. Didn't it? But it was a bad year for everyone. It, it was a bad year, but again, because other the other... than Salah, he was the only one who still performed throughout the yeah. whole team. But it, I mean, last season was just a weird one for everything and everyone. Mm. But I think I I'm almost certain. Him and Klopp had a heart-to-heart -heart this season. And Klopp's like, look, you know what? Because I, I think we wanted to sell him in the summer. I don't think he wanted to leave and just go every and any club that was bidding. And I think Klopp said to him, look, you obviously don't want to go just for the sake of it. Maybe you're not first choice or second choice or third choice here. But you know what? Stay, be professional. And when you get your chance, take it. And so mm. far this season, he's done that. So I think credit goes to him for his professionalism. Mm. And credit goes to Klopp for still giving him a chance when he could completely be ignoring him. We, like, I think on a separate note, though, it kind of shows how ruthless Klopp is becoming as well, though, because we've mm. seen how many moments Origi's given us, but he's still not kind of changed his stance on him. Nat mm. Phillips is another one. Nat pretty much got us top four, and Nat did not see any football pretty much this season. Yeah, yeah. Nat was done a bit dirty, even though we get why. He was done dirty because he's actually a quality player and he, he really was just like... I mean, the one thing before I forget, bro, in, in what you were saying, even though you might be right that maybe I'm being skewed because I'm a Liverpool fan, but I do think our model means it's still a different scenario for uh, maybe not so much now, but a Chelsea and a Man United and those type of oh, teams because yeah, yeah. they don't care if money comes and goes because they've yeah, got yeah. it. So I think that is what they like. When we're letting a player go for free, it's a big deal because that's yeah. supposed to be money back in the thing. Those guys spend money like idiots, so they don't really care when money goes out the club. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I think that was a little bit more why it was different for us than it is for a Man United to let players go for free. Just to switch it and just play devil's advocate though on that though, Drift. So Emre Chan, I think he kind of played a game and the club just weren't privy to the game because the, the club were trying to renew his contract he was kind of saying I might I might not when he mm. knew in his heart of hearts Naby was coming in he weren't sticking around the funny thing is if Emre Chan had stayed at Liverpool 
he still would have got plenty of game time because Naby was injured. Plus, we would have had a mm. good amount of depth. So, and the rotation would have been good. Like, put it this way, if we had an Emre Chan in our squad right now, we're not begging for another DM because Emre could do that. As I've inside information about that because I knew someone who knew information from in the club and he actually sat down Klopp and said, if Naby Keita comes in, am I going to start? And Klopp said no. And he said, I'm not staying in. So well, literally, that's... his issue was just having the competition from Keita. Like, that was actually his issue. Well, which is weird because then he goes to Juventus where he was never going to be a starter there either. So He's been a bit really... part player pretty much everywhere he's gone, which is a bit weird that he left yeah. Liverpool for that reason. Yeah, yeah. it's silly. Um, Genie, I think Genie's the one we've really messed up on because... 100%. The... But here's the thing, though, Drift. We bought Thiago. I don't think we were in a position to lose Genie at that time. Because, And let's be honest, if we had lost Genie last season, we wouldn't have finished top four. With all the injuries and stuff we had last season, God we would have done an Arsenal, bro. Brother, it would have been rough. Last season would have been rough. So I think the Genie one, I think Klopp looked at it and said, look, we might lose him on a three, but I'm going to keep him around in that hope that he might still sign while he's here. Didn't happen, but that was our fault. I think he begged Liverpool for that whole year to give Genie more money. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Yeah, he so. looked hurt in that interview when Genie left. Yeah, he did. I, I think he begged the club on that one. This situation here of Origi, I think it's a case of right. We could have got ten mil for him last summer. Last summer, let's be honest with who are we getting out there for ten mil. That's as good or better than Origi that can come in and do anything of note. So I think in that sense, the club have probably looked at it and said, "No, nah, I'm not going to get." a man that just for the sake of it might as well keep him let us run his contract down and we go again next summer so again not saying i agree with it necessarily but it is happened now and it and it's happening mm -hmm. that being said drift divok leaves we are left with no out and out nine however attacking wise we will still have well touch wood pray to god we will still have salah mane firmino jota and diaz a five attackers i haven't added mm. tacky to that list because tacky's not even been getting on the bench recently and i th think we will try and move him on in the summer as well to win another clock from clock quickly from that same interview then yeah go on he said i feel privileged to have this squad of players check it i have a squad so good that i have players like elliot ox origi and minamino that don't even make match day squads that is insane. They would play for a lot of other clubs around the world as a starting player. That's what Klopp said. Mm. That kind of shows you it is a harder decision than I think we think it is when he has to leave people out. And maybe that was the part of having a big squad that he's loving now because he sees what he can do with it, but he didn't want the headache of before because he didn't want to have to do things like that where he's got to leave people at home, not even on the bench, at home. He's got to leave these guys at home. You know what I mean? Now, he thinks it's ludicrous. So he could be gassing up people a little bit, obviously, but I think he does believe in Elliot for a start. So I think he knows leaving Elliot out of the squad is a big deal. Like, right, I've got to leave this kid out. Like, yeah. So, yeah, just a little context into, like, Minamino and stuff like that. So do you reckon then, if he's looking at that situation, we've already got five attackers with Minamino and Origi probably going... Do you think that means we don't get another attacker then, despite the links to Nunes, Bowen and all these other players? 
50% of me thinks, yeah, what you're saying. And then the other 50% of me thinks, well, no, nah, because surely he's watched the way Diaz and Mane and Jota for the left has been so amazing and thinks, let's balance this out a bit. It'd be beautiful if I could do that from the right as well. Surely, your common sense, he's the smartest guy in the room, right? He ain't yeah. stupid if we know that. He must know that. Um, so that's a 50-50 on that one for me still. Fair dues. Even though Carvalho is coming in, I still think Carvalho will switch between eight and the wing. I think he's just bringing him in for central, Cal. I said it the other day. I don't know if you was actually in the stream. You might have been. No, you weren't. Friday, I, you can't have been. Be because Friday I, show. If it was the Friday yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, because basically what I was telling Matt, what I kind of believe is, even though we came away from it for a very long time, the initial plan from Klopp and don't get angry when I remind you of this, please. I know you had a good day. I don't want to bring you down. But his plan was Fabino, Nabi, and Fakir. Mm. That was his plan, Cal, yeah? And then for whatever reason, we had to deviate. And then he found a new way of playing. And we didn't really need to go back to that. We found the engine room. But if you look now, this is how smart the man is. Over the last two or three years, he's adopting the new way and the way he wanted to play. And I think he's fusing them and he's bringing them together. And I think Carvalho is going to come in and be our new Fakir, but in a different way than he originally wanted Fakir. And I think he's going to play him in an advanced eight role and have the Thiago, Fabino, or Hendo, Thiago, or whatever Naby, whatever mix you wanted them to, not in the double pivot, but just that mix. And then Carvalho will be doing what Ox was kind of doing for us a little bit in 17-18 advancing with the ball, driving out of midfield, carrying it, shooting, having that from the middle, but having the work rate to not let things drop in the middle and we don't get left exposed because Carvalho has the energy and he'll teach him how to get back in, defend, do all that kind of thing. I think he's bringing Carvalho in to be the new Fakir. That's just me. I could be totally off, but I was really trying to deep what, what we're going to be doing with it. And I think that's what Carvalho's coming in for, you know, bro. And I do have a worry feeling Elliot will become the backup to Mo. I really do. I, I've said this to you lot a lot, and I know you lot don't think he's got the pace for it in that, but I just, I've just got a funny feeling Elliot will eventually be Mo's backup and be a creative wide player the same way a Coutinho or a Lallana was. So we'll have to play differently, but he will cover that position so we're not left short. That's just that, that's kind of what I think Klopp will do. I could be totally wrong. But that's that's the feeling I've got with it. That's fair points. Fair points. Obviously, I can't really argue. I don't know what will happen, so I can't argue with it. I mm. hope that doesn't happen in terms of Elliot playing on the wing because I think right, that yeah. stunts his growth. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> it really will. Just got a super chat here from Chris. Origi has the clutch gene. Not every player have it, even world-class players. His chill demeanour and just doing his job will be hard to replace. I agree with that. Completely agree with that, actually. I've been, I've, been, I've been saying, man, the Minaminos and the Origis, they're very hard to find. Players who just stay professional and come on and help when they're asked and then go into the wilderness again for 10 weeks. They're very difficult players to find, bro. I'm a but they're needed. You only win things with those guys. We only won the League Cup because Minamino was that guy. I know I'm going to get butchered for this. Do you know I'd rather keep Origi than get Nunes? Oh, I'm not gonna butcher you, bruv. So would I. <laughs> I'm not gonna butcher you for that, bro. No, I like. Don't get me wrong. I think Nunez is a really good finisher. He's very predatory. I just, I'm just not that impressed by him, though. I know you will be. You will be, Cal. I don't know. And look, maybe it just comes back to bite me. 
If it does, then fair enough. But I just, I'm just not that impressed. I don't think you will be, bro. When he puts on that Liverpool shirt, you will be, bro. I mean, I don't even see him coming to Liverpool. I genuinely believe if we buy another attacker, it's someone to cover Mo. Or we buy a striker because we know we do have to have a number nine at the club, regardless of which way you want to look at it. And then, unfortunately for him, but he's capable, Mane has to like just cover a multitude of positions in the front line. I don't want that. But you know what Klopp's like. He does like players who are capable. And Mane is fully capable of covering any position in the front line. No, but Mane in that nine right now. He's even tried Jota on the right, Cal. He's actually even started trying Jota on the right. He put Diaz on the right as well. I've got a feeling he's going to try and make them all flexible. Moles, for me, will be the only one he'll keep. That's your position and you do that. I've got a feeling he might try and be flexible with all the others, bro. I, I really do. I think we bring Nunes in and he just... He might just be, if he's got Elliot covering on that side, and then if Elliot ain't playing, he could put Jota there, could put Mane there. I've got a, a, a horses for courses, bro. I think what he showed yesterday is he is smarter than maybe we thought, and he's starting to adapt to where breaking down this low block now. Now he's like, ah, I'll just go 4-2-4 against the low block then. Maybe they'll be doing it in training, and it worked yesterday. What better way than to break that down to have a big number nine on the box um, in the box, sorry, like Nunes or Origi, bro, because you can't really do that with short players. No, I was going to say, so here's the thing now, and uh, this is not just for you, because obviously you've not really had any time to prep for this, and it's more for people in the comments, I'd say. Mm. Let's say we do go out for a number nine, and we've got to be realistic, because obviously it's not going to be Haaland, it's not going to be Kane. Mm. I do think there is a chance, if we really wanted to, we could potentially look at Lewandowski. I don't think that we would go for him, but there is a chance we could look at him. Wages, bro. I know, I know. Who would... Is, is Nunes the guy? Because for me, I'd rather have Isak than Nunes. I'm going to be honest. Nah, I'll I tell you why, why I'm going for Nunes, bro. Because when I do my scouting... I don't just look at how good the player is because Isak's a baller. I also look at the way he would play for us. And that's why there's a few players out there that maybe I don't agree with as much as you lot in terms of how good they'd be for us. So Diaz, for example, his intensity as well as his skill base was one of the reasons why I thought he would play well for Liverpool. Funny enough, Anthony is actually one player I have a little bit of doubt about when it comes to the intensity part that yeah, I, I want him because I think he's a brilliant player, but yeah. I worry whether he'd be able to do the intensity part. I don't think he'd suit us. Yeah, I, I, I must be honest. That one I'm hoping for because I just love him as a player. But generally speaking, when I look at players, I look at what they could do for us based on how we also play with what they're good at. And bro, the way Nunes plays, I think replacing Origi would be perfect because he's very similar to Origi. He's predatory. He's got strength. He's not going to be bullied. He's good in the air. He's got very good technique. And he's actually got a lot more pace than I think people realise as well. Nunes like, might not play yeah, in a way where you think he's quick, but he's actually quick, bro. Like he is yeah. actually. I don't think he's as quick as Divock because a lot of people don't realise Divock's actually rapid. Like once yeah. Divock's going, he's gone. Whereas but that's what, I Nunes think it takes Divock a little quick. time to get into the rhythm of a yeah, run. Yeah, like, he's like the Usain Bolt because of his tall yeah. frame. It might take him a little bit to go, but once he's in full stride, Divock he's is gone. lightning. Like he's yeah, quick, bro. But Nunes is deceptively quick as well, bro. Like he is, like he's a lot faster than I think people think he is. So he could also keep up with the forward players, in my opinion. And the way he plays, bro, I just feel he would be perfectly suited to be moulded by Klopp with all the attributes. He's only 21, 22, bro. So he's not, he, he's got like, 
he's got that wet round the earsness about him that Klopp could be like, all right, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to mould you like this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And just, you know what I mean? Change him up. And he's got that tenacity, Cal. That is the main thing you need as a Liverpool forward. You need that tenacity, bro. And Nunes has got that tenacity, bro. Like, he ain't having it. He'll rough you up. He'll press you. Like, do you know what I mean? He's got it, bro. Like, I'm telling you, Nunes is a diamond in the rough. And if one of these other boys get him, Manu or Arsenal, one of these boys, we'll regret that we never went and got him. In my All right. So let me now ask you, Drift, how do we convince a player like Nunes from both sides? How do we mm. convince our owners that we're going to spend 60 mil plus on a player who might predominantly be on the bench? And how do you convince Nunes to come to Liverpool as opposed to a team like Arsenal, who will get Champions League, in my opinion, who mm. need a striker, he will go there and walk into their team? Or Man United, for example. How do we do that? I don't think we'd have to pay that much. I don't for think Nunes, we'd have 100%, to pay. 100%. I don't think we'd have to go. I mean, I know I don't mean to be disrespectful when I say this, but I don't think the I don't think the Portuguese league holds enough weight to wait for that type of money to an extent. For him like, it would. I I I reckon forty five, so they double what they paid, and I reckon we'll get him. Yeah. I mean, again, again, I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but I know that they 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 don't they're not financially as stable as a lot of other clubs are in Europe. So to them, forty five mil is a lot, and it's hard to pass I up mean, on. So we know just put a good point here. <clears throat> Ruben Diaz was sixty five mil from Benfica from Man City. Yeah, Man, Man City are quite easy to show for money, though. We know that. Man United with Bruno Fernandes as well. I get it. But those two clubs, like, they'll pay in it. Generally yeah, speaking, though, they, you, they players don't leave the Portuguese league for, like, astounding amounts of money. But though. that's my point, though, Drift. The fact that he's going to be coveted by so many teams, that's going to push his price Yeah, up. it could do. It could do. You could be right. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think if Liverpool really show the interest, and they do have a plan for how he plays, you would like to hope the ambition of the guy would think, all right, well, if I go to Arsenal, fair dues. You know, they're a decent club in stature, but what are they doing right now? Who's their manager right now? Well, I can go and play for Klopp. I can go play for a team that's guaranteed to be challenging on multiple fronts rather than a hope and a prayer and a whim. Eh, all right, fuck it, I'll go then. That's what I'm hoping. The same way Diaz looked at Tottenham and Liverpool and said, because remember, Conte's a big boy in the game. Like, it weren't like Tottenham with some mugs, but he looked at it and went, oh, no, nah, Liverpool. Yeah, 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 Liverpool. Tottenham and Arsenal are in a very similar position in, in, in that respect, right? Like, if you got... Um, Conte actually gives Tottenham a, a decided factor, really, in transfers, in my opinion. So if someone like Diaz will be looking at the situation and going, no, nah, no, nah, Liverpool, Liverpool. And you still see Marnie, Marnie, Sadio and all that, um, and, Ma, and Mo and all that man there, they say, no, like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, Liverpool. I like to hope Nunes would be of a similar, you know, like, nah, 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 nah. I get it. I will start for Arsenal, but let me go be a part of this greatness. Well, get to have them Jurgen Klopp hot, um, hugs. If you, do you see the way Klopp was hugging Origi yesterday? I think no, every player yeah. wants that, bro. Every, we're not even players and we want that. You know what I mean? So I would like, even though you're completely right, and maybe I'm being a little bit lost in my Liverpool source here, but I believe the same way Diaz looked at Tottenham way was guaranteed to play and went, no, 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 I want someone like Liverpool. I want to go play for Klopp. I would hope that Nunes would be like, I'm good enough. I believe in myself. I'll push my way in that squad, just like Jota did, just like Diaz has. And yeah, why well, am I going to go to Arsenal where, yeah, I'll play every week, but I'm playing for Arteta and it just might not even be a thing. You know what I mean? I'm going to go play for Liverpool and play for Klopp and go for multiple honours and, and, and that kind of thing. 
So one question I'm going to end this section on. Big up to yourself as well, Matt. So I had to throw you in the deep end on this one with this one as well. Yeah, no, it's cool, bro. What's going on, everyone? What's going on? What's going on? Um, you have a choice right now. Liverpool <clears> say, <throat> right, we're going to sign one attacker this summer. Do you get someone, do you get a number nine or do you go and get a, a wide forward to cover Salah? You can only pick one drifty. You could only pick one drifty. No, 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 I know, I drifty, know, I know. You can only <laughs> pick one. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you know what man might do? Yeah. What right, so I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give Matt a chance. I might get Goretzka. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'll give Matt a chance to think. And I'll, and I'll, I'll go your answer. I'll go your answer. So my heart is telling me Anthony because he's the player I want. He's the player around Europe right now that I love the most, that's <laughs> non-Liverpool. Mm. So my heart is telling me Anthony. But after yesterday's game, cows, we spoke about a little while ago and looking at how perfectly well 4-2-4 might actually break down all these little idiot teams who want to do this sitting in bullshit. With Origi leaving, I think Nunes is a smarter bet, though. I, I, I genuinely do. I think he's a smarter bet because that would mean we can play Mane down the middle, depending on what we need. We can play Jota down the middle, depending on what we need. And we can play Nunes down the middle, depending on what we need. And at the same time, we've also got Jota, Elliot and Mane that can cover the right if need be. And we've also got Mane, Jota and Diaz that can cover the left if need be. And then we put... No, 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 I'm getting there. And then we put Bobby into the category of midfielders. Oh, with Carvalho, with um, Naby, with Henderson as rotational options in midfield. Because if we are going to play an advanced eight and Carvalho is that guy, there may be games if Carvalho is not available where Bobby would probably be one of the best suited to being in that role as well. Because I keep I telling you lot, Bobby in an eight is a good idea, you lot. You can't. It I is love, a good idea, Bobby. man. I know what you're trying to do, fam, but I think... You can't. I've, if, I've said this I'll before. Be Nunes comes in, that's the end of Bobby still. You yeah. think so? Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I think so. You, you just named three strikers there, bro. I think so. No, no, but no, but they're strike. They're three strikers that play the more advanced way. I'm talking about if you want to play something different, then you've still. It will give us options for loads of different scenarios. You, you get what I'm saying? What it is, but though, we, we have to be careful. He can yeah. play eight. You lot, I'm telling you, man. He I can't. don't. I don't. Jordan is true. All right. There's no saying he. All right. He probably can play the eight. I don't know whether it'll be to the level of what we need it for. So, like, you see, if we're bringing in a Fabio Carvalho, and we've already yeah. got Thiago, we've got uh, Naby. And then again, there I say, obviously, even still Curtis Jones. Remember, remember Jones has gone on loan at this point, because I still believe Jones yeah. needs a loan move. Fair enough. No, fair enough. This is one thing I will say to answer Kyle's question, and then, I, and then I get back to the Bobby thing. If I had to pick one, oh, this is so tough, because in my mind, when Jeff was saying it, I was like... There's two people who come to my mind straight away. Adiemi for that right wing forward spot. And then I was thinking about, okay, maybe we could try and get like a Jao Felix, if possible. Someone that could kind of do the striker, but he can also play second striker. He can also play 10. Did we but win then a lottery, was... man? But then, hit me out, hit me out. No, I'm, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you my, my thought process. I'm not saying we're going to get this place. No, 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 I'm not saying, no, 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 hear me out. If it's not him, someone who, with the same profile, which would be very hard, very hard to get. So that brings me to my last thought process. 
when you deep it, it probably needs to be a striker. And I'll tell you why. I don't know what strike it would be. I don't know whether it's Darwin Nunes because there's still things where I feel like, oh, against great defences, how well will he play? But then you also got to think about we are an anomaly in terms of how we defend a Man City and there's maybe a few others. So maybe he could bag goals against, you know, the lesser teams, yeah? But Divo Carigi did kind of change the game. I don't know whether it's because of it was his presence or whether he was just a striker and his thought process was, I need to be in the right place at the right time. Because then if you saw, even for the goal, when um, Henderson played the ball in, when uh, my man headed it back across, I actually saw Rigi look at the person that was about to head the ball and he already thought, I need to be here. I know what he's going to do. Instinct. I don't know. If, I don't, yeah, I don't know whether a wing forward would do that. And there's times in no, a game that's where... That's a striker, Matt. Yeah, You're you just born need, with that. You're actually born with yeah, that. Yeah, you just need the striker to do that. But here's the thing, though, lads. We're kind of limited in what we do in the market. So it's like, do we go for a Darwin Nunes who I'm still not even sold on? And, and Jeff, I don't know if you've seen the reports, but when I'm seeing things like 80 million euros, and I know it's Portugal, so maybe we could get him for maybe like 60 or something, but that's still a lot of money for someone who's not going to probably play week in, week out. Oh, you're that's talking what, about Nunes? Yeah, so that's why I kind of feel like... 45, bring, bro. We'll get him for 45. Keep I don't, I, I, I'm going to bring it back full circle. to. I haven't seen what you guys have spoken about. I'm going to bring it back full circle to what you probably have spoken about. This is why... Earlier on, I, I said something to Kyle. I, I sent him something regarding um, Marigi. And I think I said it's you as well, Drift. It's not just about him leaving. It's about the player being understanding to what they actually are going to have to do. And that's not play week in, week out. Are you going to find another striker that's going to be at least civil with rotation, not kick up a fuss? arigi has been doing it for years now. And mm. he's finally got to that point where it's like, you know what, I've got to play football. It's going to be very hard to find a striker knowing we kind of already have a set unit. Are you? Are, have you got the confidence to break into that unit? I don't know whether... I don't no, know if it's a striker. He he's got no, the no. confidence, bro, 100%. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing about Darwin Nunes. He strikes me as a good finisher and good movement, which you could say is a Rigi, but you know in a clock system, you have to do more. You nah, have got, to do he's, more. He's got more, boys. He's got. I've been studying him. He's got more, boys. He has. Hence why... My really. last thought process is I'm going to go with Christian and Cuckoo. I've been championing this brother for time. <laughs> for time. So hold on. That means yeah. we're having Cuckoo, John yes. and, Mar and Marne, yeah? Yeah, but you know something. This is, what I, this, this is what I think. This is what I genuinely feel. And Cuckoo will, will obviously come in to replace Origi because we, we're looking at it as Origi's guy and this is the whole point of the conversation. We're looking at it as, mm. as he's going. Do you Arigi go and get the first time? Yeah. So I, me personally, I'd rather go for Nkuku other than other than Darwin. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know whether it's because he's got that versatility about him. And he's I more just of a know that. Player. Yeah, he's more of a yeah, he's more of a multifunctional player. Whereas mm -hmm. that striker, bro. I don't know. I just feel like unless you're Haaland, like Lewandowski. I wouldn't we're even never, say Mbappe because Mbappe is not really a striker. No, Kane's I know. The, Kane, Kane's the ideal man for it's us. It's known yeah. as... Because yeah. I'm going to be honest. We sit here and criticise Jota, yeah? For his build-up play. Right? Not we. Hear me out. Not, hear not me we. Out. Not we. Hear me out. Hey, hear finish me the out. sentence, Matt. Finish the sentence. Me, hear me out. Hear me out. There's enough people, yeah, that will criticise Diogo Jota and say he gives away the ball. And this is when he plays set the foot. And he's still scoring goals, yeah? But he gives away the ball. Everyone gets on his back. Darwin Nunes, in my opinion, would be another version of that. 
I'm gonna be worse. honest with you, man. I don't know if we can cope with that because he's worse I think, than yeah, he, he's definitely he, was. He's not, you know. He, he is, is bro. Nah, he, he, his link up play isn't bad, bro, guys. It's, 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 not. it's very, it's meaty, then. It's not, it's not, guys. I'm telling you, it's bro, not. I'm gonna be honest with you. If there was ever a time where we had to play Darwin Nunes and he's back and to say Jurgo Jura up front, he's back to play is good, bro, guys. I'm telling yeah, you. Man. He's got nothing on Jota. Look, he he's only he's only twenty two as well, remember. So he's ready to be molded into whatever Klopp wants him to be. You got to remember that he's wet round the years. Jota's twenty five. Mm. He's a, he's a bit more vetted in this. Do you know what I, I mean? Nunes, bruv, Ash, bruv, eight eight passes per ninety. That's Everton stuff, bro. No, but he doesn't need to in their team. No, that is the difference. But I've in seen play. would though in our team. You do though. You can't. You can't just. Yeah, and I think he's capable because I've seen glimpses no, of it. Hit me out, even hit me for out, Uruguay, yeah. where he can do the link thing. I'm not do saying you... he's amazing at it, hey, but hey, he's hey, capable, hey. guys. He's capable. Think, I'm telling no, you. You're right. He, all right. Here's the thing. You probably. He might be capable, yeah, but all I'm trying to say, you see, as things stand right now, <clears> in our squad, I'm not going to talk about Arigi because he's practically gone. So I don't, don't want to use him in this debate. So I'll just use Jota. Jota's mm. the only one who is that kind of more, he's more of a centre forward and he will lose the ball in central areas and his hold up play can sometimes be a bit iffy. Um, and as a fan base, I feel like we can get on the back of him. As much as we appreciate it, we can get on the back of him. If things are not going right, we will criticise him at times when it's like, you're losing the ball. If you get someone else as well, and say for argument's sake, you had to play a Jota on the left, Darwin through the centre, and a Salah, I'm not going to lie, I think there'll be a lot of headache because you'll have two guys that are not necessarily the greatest at build-up play. They're very good strikers, but you've only got the one person. Salah needs someone to feed off. And I just wonder whether... He hasn't got the footballing IQ, obviously, of a Firmino, but theoretically, who does? So that's, that's, a, that's a bit unfair. I'm going to be honest, but I think I'd rather go for the multifunctional player. And that's Nkuku, bro. I think he's, for me, I think he's an absolute baller. And I think he's getting better and better. Don't get me wrong. There is Bundesliga's tax up in there. There is. But you, you, only, you can only beat what you what was put in front of you. And he's having a very, very good season. He had a good season last season. But this season, he's having an extraordinary season. I would go with him personally if a deal could be done at the right price. However, yeah. just to caveat it and finish it off, I will not cry. If we get Darwin Nunes, I will not sit here and go, oh my God, it's the worst thing in the world. But uh, I just think we can do better. We could just, I think we could do better, yeah. in my opinion. I, I, I'm, I'm not against Nkuku either. I haven't yeah, got yeah, no yeah. issue with this Nkuku, so I'm not yeah. against that either. Cool. Indeed. Well, guys, let us know in the comments what you reckon. But it's now time to speak about the next topic. £70 million, pounds, you lot are saying, yeah? Yeah. All right, crypto, bring it on. <laughs> So, this broke last week, if I'm not mistaken, about shirt sponsors, etc. Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken, are getting around 40 mil per year from Standard Chartered at the moment, which, again, is not a bad deal. Mm. But because of how we've grown as a club, especially in the last four or five years, we are now coming to the table and we're saying, look, 40 is, is nice and was nice, but those lot are getting 60s and all that. We're at that table now, you know. Can you match it or can you not? There's no sort of inclination that Standard Chartered are matching the deal. And the reason I say that is because if they were, then I don't think we'd be seeing these reports. Now, this rumour about having a crypto sponsor has kind of been hit with mixed reviews. 
I'll be honest. I don't really know crypto and what the controversy is around it. I know people are saying, oh, it takes away from the tradition. But, I mean, tradition and football kind of gone a little while ago now, if, if I'm going to be honest. Um, mm. 70 million, though. And again, I see straight away a couple of people are saying, why are we celebrating? That's going straight to FSG. <laughs> I mean, I kind of disagree at this point. I feel as though that 70 mil is going to help the club in some way, shape or form. Mm. So, Matt, I'll come to you first. Standard Chartered. None of us knew about Standard Chartered before they became our shirt sponsor. Since we've had them, we've had a very good period of, of success. They'll kind of be iconic. I think Carlsberg will be iconic for that sort of nostalgia. But I think Standard Chartered will be iconic and remembered for the success we've had. But is it time to move on to a new shirt sponsor if we can get 70 mil? Here's the thing. So just before we kind of get into it, there was some confusion about how much it actually is. So as per David Ornstein's report, he says 70 million over two seasons, so it's be, that actually breaks it down to 35 each season, so 5 million less but there are some people that are saying it's actually 70 million um, per season now, this is where it gets a little bit more confusing because when in Austin's report he says Liverpool won it over two seasons, right? If that is the case, then it probably does more lean to the 35 mil per season because it seems that we want a quick deal, so to speak not like a long-term deal, right? Mm. I'm gonna be honest with you. You see the crypto thing. I don't know much about um, much about the crypto stuff in general, but one thing I do know is like I think people sometimes give an opinion about something that they might not fully understand, and it's one of those things where it's like if we're not sure about it, let's not slate it. Because I'm gonna be honest, like mm -hmm. I know this is a different sport, but I look at the Lakers now. I don't agree with it. I can see that. Have I frozen? I think I frozen. Yeah. Didn't I? Great. Yeah. Can you still hear me though? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. And uh, UFC as well. UFC, yeah. yeah. So what? A lot of so what? I, crypto yeah. So what I was gonna say is that um, with the Lakers now, their their arena used to be the Staples Center, but they're now called the Crypto Arena, right? But they've got like some some ridiculous deal. Now I'm not saying that we're necessarily gonna get you know a same deal of that magnitude, but in in terms of from a Premier League point of view, however, I do think we should explore that those these types of deals because we are Liverpool, and unless it's something drastic quest like animal rights or cruelty or whatever or something like, like something that goes along those lines i fully understand it but if it's a business where you're just a little bit unsure or there's just a little bit of uncertainty but it's not nothing drastic i don't think we should like just you know roll our eyes up at this deal so to speak i think we should just look at it explore it like what we are doing and just see what happens because it does look like standard charity don't want to renew their deal from what i've heard they don't want to renew it Apparently, I think we actually was we didn't mind. I believe um, continuing with them, we wanted a little bit more money, but it does seem like they're they're not willing to match what we want. Those figures haven't come out, so I'll just say, bro, listen, it's a shirt sponsor. As long as it's decent and it's not something crazy, I don't think I've got an issue with it. If I'm being genuinely honest, bro, I have to keep it real, bro. Drift your thoughts, bro. I've heard a little bit of standard charters behind the scenes stuff and it does seem a bit immoral allegedly allegedly um it had a lot to do with donald trump in it so i i don't think any sponsor is better than the other in that regard um and i think it's very hard for us as fans 
Here's the thing. I'm just going to keep it a buck, yeah? If we wanted to stay wholeheartedly fully down to the Bible, Quran, whatever level of moralisticness, we wouldn't even watch football because football is forever going to have some kind of stupidness involved in it. Mm. So it's hard to pick and choose where you want to have morals and where you don't. And you know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to ride the wave and I know it's really bad. It's really bad, but you just got to ride the wave because of the love, right? You just do like, like, apparently it was false that our owners backed Trump. That was like fake news, but apparently Standard Charter did. Now we know Trump stands for things that none of us agree with. So it's like, what are we going to do? Stop watching the team, stop wearing the shirt. Like, it's, it's so difficult to have morals in football. It just really is. So you've got to try your hardest to just not get too caught up in it. I know it's hard. I know it sounds fucked. I know it sounds really bad. But as fans, we just have to try our hardest to just not, unless it goes too far, like the Abramovich situation, where a man's backing a man who's trying to wipe out an actual race of people, then we're like, whoa, you've got to get, you've got to get out of here, yeah. bro. Like, you have to get out of here. But, like, obviously, that's an extreme scenario, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. Like, we, we, and fans, what can we do? What can we do, man? It's the way football's going. It's unfortunate and it's horrible and I wish it weren't the case, but what can we do, man? So if these crypto people come in and there's a bit of something that they do a little dodgy here or there, Standard Charter were doing some dodgy stuff here or there as well. What are we going to do? Like, you know what I mean? It's... So just on that as well, because I, again, completely agree with everything you just said. Here's the thing now. So just to address a couple of people who have been like, how does that benefit the club? And again, I'm just brainstorming here. When we signed the Nike deal, we were over the moon. Then we became very sceptical of it because everything that we were kind of promised weren't really coming through. Then mm. Diaz signed. And we were told that Diaz was a product of the Nike deal, potentially. Now, obviously, someone might tell us something different because if we end up selling players and not bringing anyone in, then we know what's happened there. Like Diaz was just... We, we did a Klarna deal for Diaz, basically. Now, <laughs> if we get this deal on 70 mil a year, and that means that 70 mil goes towards, I don't know, maybe helping towards, like, build up the stadium a bit more, and that means we get more money for transfers. It's a knock-on effect. It might not have a direct effect, but there's a knock-on effect. And if that were to happen, let's be honest, as football fans, all we really care about is the club aren't going under and we're able to buy the best available players. Let's 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 break it down now. I don't want us in bed with like doing nonsense and all that stuff. But mm. when you boil it down, we want to make sure the club's secure and we want to make sure we're buying the best available players so that we can win trophies and go on parades and celebrate, etc. If this is a byproduct of that, then should we be complaining? And if so, what sponsor is out there that's going to give us 70 mil as well, potentially? Because if that's the case, then what are we doing here? Because you look at, and again, Man City's theirs is slightly different. I'm not going to speak about Man City's team because we all know what happens there. Machines and money being dirty going into the machine and coming out clean and all that, very liquid and detergent and all that. We That's don't a want lot of money to hang up on the washing line. It's a lot, right? bro. Yeah, it's a bro. lot. I reckon they'd have to put it straight in the dryer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a lot. To, yeah, no, facts. I'm like the crystal maze up in there, bro. <laughs> I mean, 
one thing we have to credit FSG with. <laughs> one thing we have to credit FSG with is you look at the burnabout. The burnabout, if I'm not being, if I'm not mistaken, that might be renamed. The new camp is being renamed. The Etihad, yeah, that's been renamed. The Emirates, like Anfield, we still got that. Bloody Mike Ashley tried to rename it the Sports Direct Stadium or Arena, whatever he tried to do. Newcastle, mm. that's one thing they ain't done. <clears throat> I'm gonna be real with you. If that happens, then there's a higher conversation to be had. But until that happens, I kind of just got to sit back and wait to see what happens from it. Bro, I don't even know if anybody would necessarily even have an issue with that if certain things came from it, bro. This like, is my mate, point. This is my like, point. Like, if, if all of a sudden they turned around and told us it was going to be called Microsoft Anfield, for an example, everyone would be like, they're going to do what? But then we heard that Bill Gates was pumping £2.4 billion into the club through this sponsorship deal. And then all of a sudden Mbappe and Haaland wasn't just a, a, a reality. That man had already signed pre-contract. No one's going to give a fuck it's called the Microsoft Anfield anymore. I'll be real, bruv. I'd be holding my laptop up saying, uh, <laughs> I helped pay for this. <laughs> you don't want you to be shameless. You ain't seen shameless. Said Microsoft yeah. Anfield, you know. You know what um, I mean? I will rename our, our channel no, Microsoft-ish. Like, I'm going to... It's I, true, I, though. Before the tunnel comes on, I'd want that noise to be on there, bruv. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it um, is what it is, bro, isn't it? Like, let's keep it a buck, bro. Like, it's yeah, true. No, it's, it's true. true. I, I, I mean, some people would say. be annoyed, but I think the majority of people would be like, you know, raw. They just offered Klopp £15 million a year and he signed a three-year extension because they could afford to do it and he saw the new project. Are we really going to be annoyed? We'll just still call it Anfield. That's the wickedest thing. We would just still... Who gives a shit? Well, I don't call him Sir Alex Ferguson. I don't give a fuck what title you give him. To me, he's just Fergie, bro. I'm not just going to call it that because you told me to call it that. You say that in Manchester, bro, you will get a hard... Yeah, hard there's a lot of things bro. I wouldn't say in a lot of places, bro, but I'm in my ends right now, isn't it? <laughs> he's Fergie, bro. <laughs> he's Fergie. See down there, he's bro. He's Fergie, never, bro. I never say Sir Alex. Are you mad? Bro, bro Fergie. Man, I don't know if I'm talking about football or black eyed peas, bro. That's what it is, bruv. Man's Fergie, <laughs> bruv. It's what it is, bruv. No, I mean, a man them stop bringing him to games as well, mate. He's too old for this shit. Yeah, not this season, mate. Wait till you Yeah, start yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Man United done him dirty there still, making him too watch his team times. get battered up. 9-0. Um, Crazy. Shout out to KD for your super chat. It says 70 mil over two years, so 35 mil per year. Again, I'll be shocked if that happens considering Standard Chartered are offering more than that. Um... P. Al says it's more money. I'm down and FSG. If it's more money, I'm down and FSG are the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, do you know someone? Well, they're, they're, someone I mean, spend... you know, we got Lee in the building right now. Lee, just quickly, bro. Obviously, normal chat. You'd have to super it. How did Arsenal fans actually feel when initially you thought you were going to be getting all that money and everything was going to be better with being called the Emirates? Because I know in hindsight it's very easy now. You realise there was a lot of false promises, but at the time. When you knew Emirates was a reason you could do it, how did you feel? Like, how did Arsenal fans actually feel? No shade here, but I mean, Arsenal have been splashing the money for a little while now. Like, they've kind of been reaping the benefits of having that stadium now. 
because mm. yeah, the tickets and like, and obviously the, the 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 larger stadium has helped. It has helped to yeah. their finances. Like, no so like, they, they've helped, been though. buying up the place for a little while now. Mm. Like, the net spend ain't ain't low by any stretch of the No, it's not. People are sleeping so. on the fact that they paid like. Like what was it like forty five for for Lacazette and almost, and like fifth nearly sixty for Bamiang. So they they spent peace. Most fans were happy because we were we got told we were going to compete with Bayern. Uh, you didn't compete with Bayern. Yeah, look, and and they didn't really care. So even though there was a lot of nostalgia behind Harvey going because Harvey was one of the most iconic stadiums in the world. They believed that money was going to help, right? And this is what I'm saying. In hindsight, it's very easy now to be annoyed when you see it didn't quite go that way. But if we got told it was going to be the Microsoft Anfield, we'd feel like they felt at that time, wow, what, all this cash injection. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, rare, rare, rare. That Bayern Munich fans, when they changed it to the Allianz Arena, did they care? I'm not going to lie, that's a beautiful last stadium as well. So, like... Honestly, it's a sick stadium. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, I don't know, man. Even the West Ham fans seem all right now, you, man. Like, originally, yeah. they were vexed about it, but now they look yeah. all right with it, bro, if I'm being honest. European Knights look way better in the London arena than Listen, they would have at Upton Park, bro. Time yeah. is the best healer. Their time, their time 100%. to digest. And look what happened. 100%. <clears throat> facts, facts, facts. Right, people, let's move on to the next topic. So, we did a members video on this a couple of weeks ago, but we're still talking about him now. Nico Williams, aka as Drifty calls him, Tatted Neeks. Um, he's come out and spoken about the fact that he's been playing with Matt's face. He's been, <laughs> he's been come out and talking about how he's enjoying playing regular football, but in the summer he'll be back at Liverpool and he'll assess his options there. Mm. I think there's a different, diff, a few different ways you could look at this situation. If anyone were to ask, could you go and get a better player than Nico? I think the answer is yes. If the question were, you keep Nico, you have backup for Trent, and then you can use the money you were going to use for a Nico replacement in another area, say centre midfield, I think most fans would be okay with it. However, I ask you guys, and Matt, I'm going to start with you on this one. <laughs> I, was just, I was looking at Matt's face the whole time, Cal. I wasn't even looking at you, bro. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, go on, go on. Do you think Nico will actually want to stay in Liverpool considering he's been at Fulham and enjoyed a good time there? In all honesty, probably not because like, obviously he's and got... World Cup coming up as well. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. So he's gone to Fulham, and um, and all credit to him, he's actually played exceptionally well, better than what I thought he was gonna play. Playing very, very well in the championship, and and I think he said himself he's got confidence now, isn't it? And I think he yeah. said something like, "Oh, when I go back to Liverpool, I'll be going going back as a more mature player." However, I think you kind of summed it up best. It's like he's. I've never said he's the worst player in the world. I've never said that. I've never said that he's trash. I've never said that. I've never said that he's dead or nothing like that. All I've said is that we can improve on him. And I've always thought it's a position like where... A conscious, but... Are you going to let me learn? I feel like you're getting offended, <laughs> man. Like, I'm just talking, man. I'm just talking. Bro, I don't need your I'm... boy. You know, I'm just oh, yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. We're talking about there's it. no shade for... him. There's no shade of what I'm, I'm saying. Just for... I'm just throwing little shots in there. No, no, there's, there's no need to throw shots. I'm just telling you how it is. Like, with Nico Williams, yeah. He's not at Simicass's level. And let's be real. <clears throat> if we are trying to do the quad next season, because you know we're doing the quad this season, yeah? We're going to do it next season. 
We need a player like a Simicas that can play on the other side. That's all I'm asking for. No one's saying Nico Williams is trash. I've never said that. I might have said Billy Cometio is, because that's on tape. But I ain't said that about Nico Williams. And Drift was along for the ride for that one as well. Big up Drift. But um, <laughs> in terms of... Um, Man, in terms of Nico... I tried to save him from drowning and he pulled me in, you know. Just, just, just finish my statement. You can, land, you can say your statement afterwards. It's cool. It's all cool. No, I'm talking about that Billy Cometio. Like, you no, dragged no, me no, in, bro. No, no. I'm I not even involved. Kyle weren't there, innit? Me and you was laughing back and forth about Billy. <laughs> when Billy Cometo was getting ripped, we were laughing, innit? We were just laughing and joking. And it is what it is. But now, all jokes aside, all, I'm joking. All jokes aside, listen, listen, listen. All jokes aside, Nico Williams, yeah? I'm going to be honest. I still think he gets sold, though. So even though he's coming back with confidence, I still feel like Klopp is going to sell him. Because here's the thing as well. If he wants his, his career to progress, being as young as he is, he has to play first-team football. That's why, in my opinion, you've, for us, we need to get someone with a bit more experience. And someone who's maybe like 27, maybe 26, who might not be the greatest, but he's better than Nico, but he's able to understand that, yeah, Trent is the first first choice right back. But you'll get your chance if you play your cards right. A bit like what Simicas has done. I feel like it's a bit disrespectful to Nico, even for me, for him to come back as a more experienced player, have more confidence, and to know that unless Trent gets injured, you ain't playing. Because I'm going to be honest, <clears throat> I don't see Klopp not playing Trent unless he had a, a, an able um, backup like a Simicas, which is I don't think Nico is, personally. All right, Drift, I'm going to come to you with something slightly different. I'm glad Matt mentioned about experience in terms of a player's age and bringing them in. Mm. We've been linked heavily with a player called Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen. Yeah. 18 years old, if I'm not mistaken. 18 blood. <clears throat> I think if this were to happen, it's there's a few things that need to be addressed. Nico's definitely going if he comes in, in my opinion. No, in fact, no. I'm going to throw a few scenarios and I want you to tell me which one you guys think it is because I don't know. I'm just... just like thinking of a few different options why he could be coming in. He could be coming in because we don't have much in the youth setup in terms of right back, apart from Connor Bradley. He could be coming in to actually replace Nico. And because he's young, he'll be more willing to sit and wait his turn. Or we could be bringing him in because we'll let him build himself up slowly while Joe Gomez is our backup right back to Trent. Which of those do you think it would be if Cal Calvin Ramsey was the player we were going to sign? Sorry, I only heard the last option. Say it again, so I rubbed up the three <laughs> options. Selective hearing, yeah? <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually just got distracted with the Billy Cometio talk because oh. I've just managed to catch my breath after nearly being drowned by Matt. Well, <laughs> so he comes in. You drown yourself, in, brother. <laughs> he comes in to play with the under-23s. Mm. He comes in to be Trent's backup right back. Mm. and Nico goes or he comes in and he's playing here and there, competing with Connor Bradley, building themselves up by Joe Gomez becomes our backup right back. Which which do you think out of those three options is? It'd probably be the last one if we signed him because Nico would go. I don't see us buying him and then Nico stays, especially mm. with us having Connor Bradley. That would make literally zero sense. Because Connor Bradley's proven that he's actually a good... In my opinion, I don't know much about this kid, so I can't really speak on him. But I'd be very surprised if he's even better than Bradley. Because Bradley's actually good. Yeah. So 
I find it a little bit strange. What I would like to happen is Connor Bradley goes on loan in order to get big man experience the same way a lot of our other youth players have. Um, and I would want Nico to be the third choice right back for Gomez being the actual backup. But there's going to be times when Gomez might need to play centre-back and that's where Nico can perfectly fit in at right back. That would be my ideal scenario for the situation. All right, so check this now. And again, what Matt spoke about in regards to experience. So here's the thing now. As much as we don't think about it, we all love Trent. But Trent's not had anyone to learn off. Like Trent has literally learned on the job since he's been... I'm not talking about Arsenal learning. I'm talking about proper learning. Can I quickly he's say... Learned... So I've just, just got to say one thing. Sorry, Cal. Sorry. So I just did yeah. this, bro. Go on. He's also not had someone to compete against. I just want yeah. to quickly add that in because yeah. you're, you're going to add it in anyway. Yeah. You see Robbo? Look what happened to Robbo this season when he finally has someone to compete. But you're going to go on it anyway. Sorry. So yeah. I had to just... No, 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 no. Can I ask a question cool. before you land or... Yeah, go true, go true. Does he need anybody to learn off when he's the GOAT? Well, yes. He needs yes, someone to... Sh- iron sharpens iron, though. A, yeah, prince, he... needs a, a, a prince needs a no, king no, to no, teach no. him how to be king because right. a king is king and All a prince right. is a prince. But, but what... he's already the king. So who needs to teach him anything? I've got to get in on this. A king still needs a deputy to help him. All a king needs with... is his wife, bruv. No, no, no. But here's the thing, though. All right, let me say this. And yeah. his soldiers. Hendo no, but, is his soldier. No, 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 no. But hear me out, Dojo. That's all he needs, bro. Trent's career is not done yet. He's the prince. I say he's the prince, not the king. He's a one he's of not... a kind, man. Hear me out, bro. I'm just... Listen, 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 listen. listen. <laughs> he's the prince, yeah? But remember, the prince can sometimes get spoiled. You know, you sometimes have to keep man on his toes. Like, bro, you can't have everything your own way. I understand yeah. it. You're the prince, innit? Like, so you're, you're used to having everything. But, bro, you see when Trent has bad games... And I know he doesn't have a lot of them. Bro, he's got to have a next man being like, bro, if you're having a bad game, see you training, I'm making sure, yeah, I'm playing next game. Bro, it will make Trent oh, better. Yeah, 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 no, I agree. Sharp as I, bro, you see Robbo, this is the first time in Robbo's uh, Liverpool mm. career where he looked a little bit kind of funny, yeah? Where we were like, what's going on with Robbo, man? Like, no, we're putting Simicast. I remember there was even a cry to say Simicast should be playing because Robbo was out of form. What did Robbo yeah. do? He looked at Simicast and thought... No, nah, this guy's it. not taking my spot, you I, know. I, 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 think Ro- I think Robbo needed rest. Not- so does he Trent. needed, but so does yeah, even yeah. Trent does. No, no, but guys, I don't disagree with that. I was just yeah, answering yeah. the question when Cal said, has it been um bad for Trent that there wasn't someone to learn off? So I, I fully think- agree he needs somebody in the team to rotate off, but the learning you know thing, when you're the original, great. you don't need to learn because oh, you you can't oh. learn how to be you. When you're the best, you can't. I'm going, to address, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Who right there at Liverpool Football Club, and big up to QD662, Gerard benefited from McAllister. That is very true. Who at Liverpool Football Club can teach Trent to defend better as a right-back? Oh, if it comes to defending better, then there isn't anybody, is there? My point. Well, actually, technically, Gomez, No, do you know maybe. what? No, you know what? no, he can't. No, 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 no. no. Right we should have think of that. We should right-back. be... But we shouldn't be thinking there's not other right backs out there just because they're nowhere near as good Trent attacking wise. No, I was not, just talking about learning just... off, guys. That's all I was talking about. No, learning off. For his Trent development, learn... you can't teach you can't teach somebody to be what hasn't been done before because Trent is actually the first of his kind. I don't think we're quite understanding. But Trent, Trent is the first in fifty years time. No, I, everybody no, 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 will no. be talking about that time Trent revolutionized right back. Do you get what I, I mean? But... 
You I can't. But what's the right back? I think that was kind of Cafu and and Alves. No, nah, because they were still different. Even though they were better, they were different. He's revolutionised it. I'm telling you. I don't know about. They you know what? Playmakers. No, 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 no. Danny Alves is. Um, I'm gonna be real. But he Danny was Alves. a playmaker at right back, guys. He was a marauding, world class quality right back you know in a conventional way. He did, Brazilian right backs have always honest, been. Danny Alves. Mike on, Cafu. That's always been how right backs for Brazil well, have been, guys. As good no, as no, I'm saying, but I'm saying they're fo- they're, no, they're following in the Brazilian way of being right. a right back. It wasn't no, no, revolutionary. But for me, for me, Danny Alves was was had that bit more because he was actually. Do you know what it is with Danny Alves? Remember at Sevilla, he used to be a right midfielder, you know. Then, then um, at, and then he kind of converted, kind of like to a right back because he's always been an amazing. Danny Alves has always been a good player. Um, yeah. Became better defensively, right? It's he's almost like Trent as well. But <clears> one <throat> thing I will say is this: I wouldn't say it's almost like Trent is like a baby Alves, but obviously maybe has a bit more. He's maybe different. I say no, I say maybe has more tools because the reason I say that is because Danny Alves didn't need to be a playmaker for Barcelona because when you have your Xavi's and Iniesta's and your Messi's, you're just told to, told to just do a job, and it? it's very systematic in Barcelona. Whereas I kind of feel like that. You see, when we were supposed to sign Danny Alves that summer and we never put in the money, we said 8 million in Adams and they wanted 12, no, I think no, it was no, off the top no, of my head, no. yeah? I'm telling man from now, if we would have got Danny Alves, we would have been talking mad about Danny Alves to this day. No, he is sick. He but in the sick. Co- no, but in the conventional way, people are not getting it twisted. I'm not even saying whether Trent is better than him or not or whatever. What I'm saying is he's different. He's revolutionized right back, guys. There is no right back in the world that I can remember in my, all my times of watching of football that is as technically gifted at creating goals and passing the ball from the, the from way Trent is. From He's an attacking point, like though, right? Steven Gerrard playing at right back, guys. A, can you hear me? Though, here's the thing: He's, you see, are you not forgetting how? Different this guy is no, in I terms know, of his I mean, You're forgetting, you're forgetting. Not, he's not all worldly defensively. So yeah, if there's I someone out there that can help him, what, that's not what his strength is. So no, no, no. So that means he can still hear my point about being a prince. So he's still got things he can learn. When it comes to the attacking team, nobody can tell Trent nothing. Like nobody. I'm not even joking. There's not an attacking right back out there that can tell him anything. Mm. But you see, from a defensive point, let's say we got a bit more of a defensive right back here. It's a little bit more defensive. You can still go forward and back here. But mm. he can still teach Trent about maybe positioning and body shape and when to be aggressive, when not to be aggressive. Our prime example was that brother that kept on diving. I won't even say his name because it's, it's just kind of like what he's doing right now. It's kind of stupid, like posting things on Insta and whatever, yeah? There was a moment where Trump was just running and tried to try to get the ball. And like, it's like, bro, you know what you should have done there? You see, like, you should have just cut man off. You went that you were so angry at that point, you just wanted to just kind of just take man out. It's just like little things that I think he can nurture his game from I an attacking that. point. He's complete, but defensively, we can't sit here and say he's the complete package defensively. That's why I'm probably none of count- those guys were though, man. No, I know, but this is why the whole point of him being a prince, not the king. The king means you've got everything. It's the only oh, right back that's ever been perfect. complete. Yes, thank you. That's a very good point. And you see how we say Gerald is the king? Because Gerald can do everything. Right now, Trent's not the king. He's the prince because he can still learn, bro. He can be the king once yeah, he gets I, No, I'm not saying he can't you learn. I'm, I'm just saying no one can teach him how to be a right back when he's the first of his kind. 
No, they can know because right back is not, not just about creating, it's mm. about positional awareness, it's about knowing when to hold but the I line. think no his positional awareness in our system it is messed. good. There's no king right now. No. Remember, it's only, our system leaves him exposed a lot as well. You've got to remember that. He doesn't always go up there just because he's willy-nilly running around like a headless chicken. But our system is designed. That's why Hendo drops in a lot because it's designed for him to do that. I hear, No, I hear that, Drift, but there's also times where he'll be squared up with an attacker or he'll look at an attacker and think, do I go touch tight? Do I not? And there's a reason why teams will target that side as opposed to target Robbo's side. You're not getting I changed. I think that's that because he's the more advanced. I don't necessarily think. Because no, what we've got to remember, guys, yeah, all right, that's backs, what it is. all right backs and left backs get skinned because traditionally, oh, wingers and forwards are the best players on the pitch. Robbo's so if he gets done by a player, it don't yeah. mean he's crap. It's no, what no, no you're supposed to do. No, no, no one's football. saying that. All I'm saying is Robbo's... Right, so, so Robbo's a better defender. He's a better natural defender. Yeah, yeah, as, of course yeah? he is. Of so when people go is. up against Robbo, they know they have to work hard to get past, man. Like, it's, you're going to find it very hard to get past him. Mm. Of course you can get past Robbo. He's not invincible. Whereas with Trent, there is that more of, I reckon I can get past him. Don't get me wrong, Trent can still stop you and he showed multiple occasions he's a good defender. However, he's far from complete. And I've seen comments saying, oh, it's done to the system, system, system. That may be true. And okay. yes, there's a lot more isolations on Trent's side, maybe because he's so far advanced. However, there are times when we're not as advanced and I've seen people move to Trent because they feel like they can get past him, whether because they feel like they're more athletic than him, which is a lot more of the case. For example, Martinelli, if you're more athletic than Trent, sometimes you can get the best out of him. And he needs to understand there's a way how to negate that. Just because someone's faster than you, don't just be more aggressive. Think about your positioning. You've done it to Leroy Sane in the 18-19 season because you played with your brain, fam. You didn't play and with Foden. progression and, and heart. This and Foden. So, again, Drift, yeah. but it's few and far between. I think he can improve it. That's all I'm saying. No, no, I, and I agree he can improve, but this is why I've yeah. always said to you boys that he carries the most responsibility in our team because he has the most to think about and the most stuff that he's got to that's take true, into consideration during the game. And for a young boy... Do you know how much responsibility that's been for the oh, last four lot, years? So this lot, is my this is where it comes full circle now. God forbid Trent's out for a month next season. Are you guys happy if Nico's the guy who steps into that position? Are you comfortable? Honestly speaking, no, no, honestly not. And honestly speaking, after mm. the season he's had at Fulham, I actually am a lot more confident that he would be all right because I think that this loan he's had at Fulham proves that with continued game time, mm. some of the things we didn't like about him may have just been rustiness, lack of match sharpness, lack of fitness, et cetera, et cetera. If you look at the way he's playing now, I think he's proved that if he has a run of games, he's a lot better than what we actually will see in the, in the Liverpool shirt. That's why right. I mean, a lower really level. But Let me have like, my take. Can I say mine? Yeah, yeah. Done. Mm. Um, I hear what Justy's saying, and Justy's right in terms of, I think, he won't be as, but but I wouldn't be as worried as I was maybe this season earlier on. However, I still feel like there's a massive step up and it's pressure. Because here's the thing about Nico as well. You see the goal that he scored, that amazing goal. That means he's got it. Nico's theoretically got a lot of ability. But you see what it is though with Nico, for me anyway, it's mentality. You've got to understand there's a difference in play, playing for Liverpool and Fulham. When you're playing for Liverpool, you're, you're going for titles. Fulham is a different, is a, is a different kettle of fish. You're playing for Liverpool. And not only that, you're going to be up against it. Fulham don't play as high as us. You're going to be tested in more one-on-one -on -one situations. 
Trent is probably a little bit faster than Nico, if that really, because Nico's not slow, but he's also not the quickest, right? If you put Nico up against a Martinelli one week, another week he might be up against... Yeah, yeah, so so let's say the same. Martinelli, Sterling, Rashford. The same thing happens, in my opinion. You're probably going to get skinned a lot of the time. And that's not disrespect to him. So therefore, I would say for me personally, I wouldn't be comfortable. I would rather Joe Gomez play there. But the thing is, Joe Gomez don't want to play there because he's a centre-back. But I would rather have that option if I'm being genuinely honest. It's not that, again, I want to stress it one more time because I know people are going to come at me. Nico Williams is not rubbish. I just <laughs> feel like for what we need and for the able backup, like you said, Carl, for a month, I wouldn't be confident. I wouldn't be, do you know what I mean? I have to be, I have to keep it real, bro. And that's why I said I want Joey to be the main one and, and Nico can be the third choice, depending on what you need. Because you've got to remember as well, if we're going to replace Trent, what's easier to replace Robbo than it is to replace Trent? And this is with no shade. Robbo's world-class. But Robbo plays left-back conventionally. And that's why our style of play down the left side can be re- can be replicated. And that's why Simicast, as a good player, he mm-hmm. does replicate it. Trent is so unique within our system if you play another rabbit, as we see when Joey plays, that's why I started calling him GAA because it was like, oh, right, is he actually learning how to do what Trent does? And he was doing the crossbow passing and the running and, and the whatever. It's very difficult to get a player who's brilliant at defending but also does what Trent does. So maybe you play Nico if you want the Trent type of play and you play Gomez if you need something more defensive but and you have a variation because has... you can't replace Trent in one player, in my opinion, because there's nobody no, like saying him. That. No, but no one's saying get a backup right by that when they're under pressure, you can still hit the ball 40 yards to side and play it on his foot. <clears throat> what we are saying though, characteristics wise, when it comes to marauding up and down the right hand side, um, crosses and making intelligent passes, you can do that. It's just not going to be on the same level. That's why I know what you're saying in terms of like, yeah, Robo is slightly more conventional. But I also feel like it's taken away a little bit from Robert because Robert's a special player because, mm. yes, Robert's amazing defensively. But from an attacking point of view, I, other than the fact that he can't shoot like Risa, Robert can practically do everything. He can beat his man. He can he can go inside if he... I wouldn't say he can no. beat his man. No, no, no. Robert can beat his man. I'm not saying like, like skill-wise, but he'll, he'll knock it past the man. Oh, and yeah, beat yeah. For he pace. can do you for pace. Oh, yeah, 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 his, yeah. He might look a little bit like kind of off of balance because he's very one-footed. But Robert's still an amazing fullback that can kind of maraud no, no, up. Of course he is. But he's still but conventional though, Matt. But hear me he's out, still conventional out, though. Right, sorry, sorry. Let me ask you both yeah. a question. Yeah. If James Justin, for example, was, and I know saying it happened. If James I'm Justin taking him. Don't him. Really, no, there's not even a debate. I'm taking him. Straight away. It, let's say, for example, him. James Justin comes to Liverpool. You take and I think you've opened this scenario and say, Trent's out for a month. Are you all right with James Justin? Yes! He's probably serious. That's my but point, Drew. No, 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 I get like, that. But, I, but, like but I would still know that that right side is now weaker attacking-wise. Bro, I'm going to be real. We get not James much, Justin. Bro. I nah, reckon it is, we... It is, it's bro, a lot weaker, see, bro. It's a lot no, weaker. I don't want to say this because Trent is different. How we play. In the same way, if we yeah, have yeah, Nunes yeah. up top or we have Mane or Jota up top, it's a different player and they play different ways. I don't necessarily think it means we're weaker, though. We just play different. Yeah, but playing different... For me, if it's not with Trent involved, would make us weaker. I think I Trent is one of our main strengths, personally. I personally don't think so. I think it would change how we play, but I don't think it would make us... Ne- All right, I won't say it won't make us weaker, but it won't make us weaker to the point where we're like, wow, I'm really... 
thinking, how do we get goals here? I just think we'll play a different type of football. Yeah, and we'll no, maybe not, down. maybe not to that level, guys. But are we are we forgetting that Trent Alexander, if I'm not mistaken, has been our top assistant for like four years in a row? No, but we're only talking about a month here, though. Drift. No, but I just mean in general, though. Without him, we are very much a different team. No, we are, but that's because we've been used to just playing with how he plays, though, right? Yeah, Jane but also Justin. because he's so good at what Bro. he does. But so Bro. is Robbo. But look at what Simicas has done. He's come in and he showed what... No, I get that. But that. again, it's because I think Trent is unconventional and I think Robbo is conventional. So as world-class as Robbo is, you know how to emulate it. It's been done for the, from the beginning of time. Robbo mm. is playing left-back the way left-back has been played by all the best left-backs. He I plays disagree. it conventionally. He's not doing anything out of the ordinary that any other world-class left-back didn't do. Yeah. No, I'm not sleeping on him. I'm just... Like, Ashley Cole is the best left-back of all time. And Ashley Cole and Robbo play the game very similarly. No, they don't. They do. They play they it very... They have an even level of attack and defence. No. They're very good positionally. They're very good at Robo crossing the ball. Arguably, Robbo's actually better than him at crossing, but they play the game Robo very similarly. I disagree. So here's why I disagree, Drift. I'm going to name three left-backs, all of whom I think have been probably the three best left-backs in Premier League era, but I think they all play differently. Ashley Cole, Leighton Baines and, and Robbo. I genuinely don't think they play similar, but they're all super mm. effective. And then Leighton Baines was different. Right. I agree. Leighton Baines was a little bit like a creator of a left back. So I agree. He was yeah, he was more like a, a, a trend, but just not at a higher level on the left. I agree so with I, that. I, mean, I don't think him and Ashley Cole played because Ashley Cole didn't get virtually his what well, he, he wasn't an assister. He wasn't a, no, no, a but that's because he wasn't asked to. But the way he played, no, but he's just an amazing similar. defender. But but that's what I'm saying. So no, he could attack brilliantly. So for me, they didn't play. Not brilliantly. I would I say in his. I would say Ashley was a brilliant attacker. No, nah, not a brilliant attacker. I say attack. I say it was good. Yeah, not brilliant. I say it's not good as, not I as think. good as Robbo. I agree, but I still believe every yeah, time so he was good. asked to be good attacking wise, he showed he's he's very very. I good would at say attacking. he was a. I would for say a left he was back good anyway. Attacking. Yeah, I say he was good, but in terms of like he, when you think of Ashley Cole, the first thing you think of is defensively he was a monster. That's the yeah. first thing you think of, isn't it? I just think an all-round package. I just think he was just a great all-round package. He played in the 4-4-2, right. which meant left-backs didn't need to do what they do now as well. Do you know what I mean? It was very different then. Different time. I still think he was capable, though. Let me ask of, you this, actually, of playing Jeff. that level. You see, if Nathaniel Klein wasn't injured, would you mm. would you say Nathaniel Klein would be would have been kind of like... Would you have kept Klein, basically? 100%. Or would you still... Or would you still I, I, feel I think, like... I think, no, this is actually going to sound really I wanted stupid. to ask you. I don't, I don't even mean this. It would have been the Bonnie and Klein. <laughs> the Bonnie and Clyde situation. But it would have been Trent and Clyde. So, basically, it would have been... What do we need a little bit more of today? We need to be a little bit more defensive? Put Klein in. That guy's giving you an 8 out of 10 defensively. No problem. Oh, we're going to be a little bit more attacking? Trent. Oh, do you know what? We're chasing a goal. Bring off Klein, bring on Trent. Oh, we need to we need to hold the lead. Bring off Trent, bring on Klein. It would have been different because we've got to be real. Klein was very suspect at crossing. So he it would have actually... He was very average. He was very average. You know what I mean? So but, therefore, if we tried to play like Trent, it would have been a disaster, isn't it? Yeah, like, but, but, but defensively... Defensively, he was, absolutely... he was way better than Trent. Yeah, defensively, yeah, defensively he was way better. But here's what I'm trying to say. That's why, like... He I'm not told. saying... 
Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying get Klein now because Klein now probably is a different Klein. But you see that Klein back then, if he didn't, if he doesn't get injured, and maybe Trent doesn't even come true like that. But I still think mm-hmm. Trent would have come true. But maybe he might have halted him a little bit longer. But yeah. my whole point is this: there are players out there who I feel like we can get. And it's, you see how you was just like, no, nah, Klein, Klein. I'm, I was sold on Klein even back then from a defensive point that's, of view. Yeah. But attacking wise, yeah, he can get better. But you see with Nico. For me personally, I don't look at him defensively and go, yeah, he's clamping man up. And even from an attacking point, I don't feel like, yeah, 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 you're kind of sick. That's why I feel like we can improve. That's why I do feel like if you can get a Simicast on the other side, bruv, we're, we're in business. I think sometimes because we are we are a loyal fan base, we it's love to give our youngsters though, all the choice in the world. We do. Mm. We love to give our youngsters all the choice in the world. All the chances, sorry. And so and so be it, yeah. But sometimes you've got to look at it and go, is he actually good enough? Is he really? That's well, and it's a I, tough question. I I I I I think he is good enough. But again, one of the main reasons why we have to have this conversation, it's not even necessarily a football conversation, it's an ownership conversation. Because if we had Man City owners yeah, and you. we weren't worried about money, we would know that we could mm. go and bloody get Hakimi oh. for all we know, and he could be a backup right back. But, but we, we know that we've got never play back. No, up. but you know, I'm just being stupid. But like, <laughs> no, we've, no, no, we've no. got to throw our money. No, because remember, Cancelo effectively originally was coming in to be a backup. You lot do know Walker and Mendy effectively were supposed to have it locked down, and Cancelo wasn't actually coming in straight away to and be a Cancelo weren't coming in to be no backup. Cancelo was coming in to replace Walker, bro. No, but what the point is, I don't know if that would have actually happened because Walker right. has been solid right. for the entire time right. he's right. been so there. Cut you drift. That's the perfect analogy. Walker and Cancelo play completely different, but horses mm. for courses, right? Just like you said. Yeah, you see yeah, when yeah, you're playing yeah. against Liverpool, you can't play Cancelo right back. It's got to be Walker. Because mm. you know if Cancelo gets done, it's done. It's done, mm. done, done. Whereas if mm. Walker gets done, you might still catch a man. That's what I want at Liverpool. Still, he ain't lost a centimetre of pace, blood. I just want someone who can come in and do a job. And if he's if it's Trent mm. today, because we need someone to break down a low block, cool. If it's someone else tomorrow, because... You know, we want to be slightly more, slightly more defensively astute. Then that's good for me. That's yeah, that's, what I want yeah, to that's, that's, and that's where I think Joey G comes in, guys. I think for Joey me, G can play that role defensively. But the reason why I don't say Joey G is because, all right, <clears throat> and again, I hate using this, but we're playing in the League Cup or FA Cup where you want to play your effectively your second-rate team. Who plays centre back if Joey G's playing right back? Well. He spoke about Reese Williams the other day as well. So and that do you want that? With all due respect, I don't. Well, if he continues Reece. to improve, then I don't know, will it? I look nothing but love for the kid. But with all due respect to Reese Williams, I don't want that. So I'd rather us go out and get a specialist, and then go from there. And that well, way, this is why we should be selling me. Nat. Nat wants to go though. Look, bro, you don't you have to sell Nat to me, bro. <laughs> he wants first team football. Though. That's the thing. If you could keep, no, no, a, a I get perfect... that. Of course, I, of course, I get. Now he wants total football, bro. Like that. That's like cool. Like we keep that, and then Joey plays at right back. Then yeah, then we're all solved, in it. But I don't see that happening. Sure, but surely you lot see the method to my madness of Joey playing right back more now than you did before. Now you've actually watched him do what I said he was capable of. Yeah, you must be a lot that. more like. Johnny, right in an now. emergency, I definitely yeah. play him. But I feel like to get. I don't want to do him a disservice. You're 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 right in terms of he can play, he can do the role, hundred percent, bro. I want him over um, over Nico Williams at right back all day, every day. But what I'm trying to say is that 
for Joe Gomez to kind of kick on, he needs to kind of get some form and play centre back, push for a place, and for the right back spot, we go and get someone again, Simicast level. We can't. We've got some of the best recruiters in world football, man. Yeah, if we can find Simicast, we can. We found Simicast. We found Diaz. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, found, yeah, yeah. We can but find I, I, him. I'm not. I'm not giving up on Nico. Although I will say that if Nico stays at Fulham. Mm. And it and it's beneficial for his career. I got no issue with it because I want to see all our youngsters prosper, and I think it'd be brilliant for Fulham in the Premier League. Yeah, of course he would be. I'm so I don't, I don't, I don't have any issue with that. I, do you know what? I'd even be like, do you know what, Fulham, you play beautiful football. I tell you what, while you're keeping Nico, how about you take our boy Jones for a season and let him get some first team football in your squad. <laughs> no, real talk, bro. And then Jones can go and replace Carvalho, and he can go and play in the Premier League and get experience no, at I'll another team that plays seat. similar football. I've got this receipt that I've been, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Right, and then Jones, Jones, Jones can get first team football for a season. Um, Big Kev's World mm. says, Man, you have Tezos, which is uh, crypto as a smaller sponsor. If we're looking mm. at a short term contract, then we might be eyeing up bigger sponsorships later. Very true. Um, big up John the second. Make sure you check out his music and check out his hey, YouTube trust me, big up well. John, man. Um, team coverage to the world and back. Um, hope we're all good. Who's our potential next sponsor? By the way, Richarlison is not from Brazil, man's from Ipswich. I wouldn't even, <laughs> I wouldn't even discredit Ipswich. Like. Yeah, he's not even from there. Man's just, man's just from about, isn't it? He's from somewhere, brother. Just, just a lawyer. Um, Messi FC says big shout out to man like Matt. Um, Fellow part of the Nabi Lad army. All right, big up Messi FC. Oh, big up, that... big up. <laughs> okay, another one here as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we, we, we don't let people <laughs> jump in our boat. Bro, <laughs> oh, man, just all right, Messi FC. I don't know what happened there. Maybe the phone yeah. ran out. Maybe you ran out of character space for the comment. Fair enough. Um, he must by... have. <laughs> by the way, we need to stay away from these Portuguese brothers. Their overall game is questionable. I disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I disagree with that. Yeah, because again, remember Darwin ain't even um Portuguese. I don't play in Portuguese league, but he's not Portuguese, man. No, no, I just think he meant in general. Um, promo says yeah. Trent can watch Zanetti and Alves on YouTube. <laughs> 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 not the same, bro. It's not the same. We say uh, the same way. We'll be like, "Yo, are you allowed to put da 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 and da da together?" Let me just quickly Google that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> cool. It's cool. Man said Trent's gonna be like, "How do you do?" Right back defending. <laughs> They're just Googling oh, the team. Zanetti was the best at defending. No one can yeah. get past Zanetti. Zanetti was uh, the most complete fullback, in my opinion. Same. But yeah. Uh, PL says that means D9, Ox, Milner, Salah, Nat, and Gomez leave this year. Oh, Salah ain't going nowhere. Um, mm. And Gomez ain't either. Um, I don't know if I could handle that. Are you telling me Nico in one to two years won't be Costas level? I personally don't believe you will. I think he's got the makings. Of I don't think so. Um, to be I don't see us signing, especially if right back, as you just don't have space on bench week to week. You have Joey, and remember, Fabinho was right back at Monaco for two years. I believe there's cover there. I hear where you're coming from. I don't ever want to see Fabinho playing in. Fabinho right playing right back scares me. Like yeah, it, it's our, because it's only because of the way how we play. Oh, High up the pitch. No. All that not space even, not, not even just that. He hasn't played right back for a while now. So yeah. All that space, fam. No. Uh, Tom the second says, Danny Alves and Caffrey were the tree. Trent is the fruit. That's a very good, very good analogy there. Mm. Uh, Jordy T says, every player in our team has room to improve and Im learn and improve in all aspects of their game. 
Trent will benefit greatly from a right back with a different playing style. The lads barely out of the room. No one's perfect. <laughs> I agree with that, George. I agree. By with the that, way, yeah, by the way, Trent ain't the fruit. He's the root. He can't be the root, bro. <laughs> I was gonna say, I can Trent be the root. We saying he's breeding a new tree. Yeah, is that what you're saying? I'm just saying he's different, bro. What about the others before him? How can he be the root? Foundational. Right. Man reincarnated, isn't it? Boy, big Kev's world says, when Trent gets <laughs> the protection as Robber, plus teams have to target somewhere. Trent and Matip are the target as opposed to Virgil and Andy. Robber really doesn't get as protected as people say, you know. I'm not going to lie. I don't I think, think he gets any protection. Oh, no, no, no. Tell like, her that. No, he does, he does, he does, he does. No, but let's maybe be real, not, though. Maybe not so much now that Mane doesn't play on the left, but in our heyday years where Mane was on the left, Trent and um, Robber got a lot of protection. I think he got Mane. a bit more. And not only that, I think Van Dijk was a bit more, I wouldn't say aggressive, but you see right now, Van Dijk at times, at times can play very relaxed where he's like... Hey, Robert, you better do with that because I ain't going over there. You, know? <laughs> you, you better do with that. And I've seen it. I've even seen Rob. You know, when Robert clears the whole side. He might do the whole mm, thing like that. And you see Virgil just like, when I told you to do with that. I don't know what you, don't know what you look <laughs> nah, at. No, no, bro. The other day, Robert rushed him up, bro. Yeah, even day, Robert rushed him up. Yeah, it's mad. It's yeah, mad, yeah, mad. yeah, yeah. Um, John the second says, as Pillar would be beneficial for Trent, in my opinion. I say four years, years ago, ago, yeah, 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 not four. No, years. no, if you're, if you're talking about to learn from, yeah, 100. No, because he's also got a play as well, he's got a play though, drift, yeah. But as Bill as a backup would be good, <sighs> not for me, but now in our system, now maybe not in the high line system, but I just mean as an Fam, overall player, he's still a very good player when they play a back three, they don't even. They know his athleticism is so dumb, but they play Reese James in the back three because they're like, fam, if you get yeah, caught in yeah, the water, you're done. <laughs> they I play Reese James there. But then again, he must be knackered. I reckon if he just played a couple games here or there, he might be all right. Playing him every week because he's only 31, you know, he's not even that old. He's not only 31. He's not 31. Will Aquarius is only 31. No, if he's 31, that. his legs have just disappeared. He cannot he's, be 31. Is he 31? He's younger than you think he is. I know that. How old is he? He's going to be 33 in August. He's 32. He's 32. I I bet bet you thought he was at 35, right? I'm going to be real. I thought it was 34. He's younger than you think he is. 32 ain't old. Bro, his athleticism is done. The legs are gone, Drift. No, I'm telling you, if he was playing every now and again, he'd regain that fitness back. It's because they're rinsing him and he's playing every week, man. I'm telling you. In the space of six months, he used to play in the free, he used to play in the back free, yeah? Yeah, And then then six months later, they were like, nah, fam. Engine collapse, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I rate Azbilicueta. Oh, no, he's a legend. He's a legend. Career wise, he's crazy, bro. Not right now. Not now. I take him as a backup. Can you get Not the in our system. Uh, player comparison thing up? We'd have to... We, well, I don't know who you'd want us to compare, brother. We'd have to... Have he's probably play. talking about Nico and... Like, he's probably talking about the players we're talking about, isn't it? Oh, and Nick? What, who, okay. who are you going to... Com- oh, um, okay, okay. Jamrock says, Trent has gotten beaten even when he's literally on the halfway line facing, facing the ball. His defensive awareness is average to poor. I disagree with that. I think it's average. I wouldn't say it's I say poor, average, not poor though. I say I yeah. think it's average. I think it I think average. that's a bit of a myth. No, I don't think it's a bit. I think it is a full myth that Trent it's, can't it's, when he's it's above, on. It's above average. I, I think that's very disingenuous. There's so many games where Trent is brilliant defensively. It's like we're just picking at the ones when he's not. 
That's yeah. not fair, in my Promo opinion. Promo says Ox has the same attributes and build as Reese James. He could do a job if trained, in my opinion. I, I was about to say something, and I thought, nah, let yeah. Me, and Ox had the experience of playing player, wing back. Nah, I never want to see Ox play right back oh. for Liverpool. The only way we could get away with Ox playing is if we had a full system change and we was playing three at the back. And, and even then, I'd be like, we just can't. He can't mm. do it. It'll be an emergency situation. He's a centre mid, isn't it? Um, BC says last time we did the double over at Everton and United in the same season was 2000-2001 we won five trophies that season hope City's second leg goes to extra time I didn't want to say anything but the omens are aligning still the omens are aligning still just saying four. five trophies four, 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 four. that was because we got the Super Cup and the World Club Cup or whatever wasn't That's it what I was saying. we're going to be getting six bro <laughs> All right, listen. Or was, it, or, or was it the charity shield got counted? I don't know. If we we'll get, get seven, if we listen, count the charity shield. No, we're if... not counting charity shield. Count. We on, are, bro. I'm counting. No, no, we're above that, man. Come on, we're better. I'm above it, bro. You leave, you leave the charity shield to the teams that like are lower. Bro. Is it something you go to Wembley and lift, bro? Yes. If hey, I'm lifting a mother team at Wembley, bro, I'm calling it a trophy. No, bro. but bro, one Everybody time we gets. were in that. One time we were in the charity cup because. Man City won both and we were second, so they just put us in the game. We didn't even achieve anything to get in there, bro. Oh, well. <laughs> nah, bro, I, don't, I ain't counting that. You got to be in it to win it. You got to be in it to win I it. Ain't Leave that for, like, Leicester, who, like, they got to count because no, 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 they don't I get count, no, I will count, count um, charity shield when we win the other trophies. Like, you yeah. see, when we win the, the, all the I others, that's when my mother just add it to the catalogue. Once we I'm win not, the big ones, though, I'll add it. But yeah, not right I, I'm now. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not adding it right now. When we win the big ones, though, see when we win Prem <clears> and, and Champions League. Man, you can't add a little coleslaw to, to the plate of rice and peas and chicken. Yeah, right? but I don't go around telling everyone how great my meal was because of the coleslaw, though. I do. If it mixes in nice with the yeah. rice and peas. Actually, yeah, that's, that's the wrong... No, the that's the wrong no, no, you used the wrong thing because coleslaw is banging. we got to talk about starting meal. We got right. to so about you're lying to the people because I know you're a coastal fanatic. That's what I was going to say. So you you you, you used the wrong thing. It. It's got to be something else, bro. It's got to be something I else. I used it. Right. It's so less than coastal. Hold on, hold on. We're not comparing the Cherry Shield to coastal. We're not doing that. Cherry Shield is not on a coastal level, guys. We are not doing that. You wouldn't eat coastal just out the tub, would you, bro? West Indian homemade coastal. Yes, I would. And yes, I have. Yeah. Right, this better prefers coastal to gravy, so we you are to run your belly, brother. <laughs> I have actually just put some coastal <laughs> in a bowl and eaten it, bro. Are you being serious? You're looking to be on the toilet like this, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West Indian homemade coastal, I've eaten by itself. <laughs> no, 100%. You run. You're, you're not doing that, bro. No, I'm not talking run. about a whole bowl full of it. I'm just talking about I took some as a quick snack. No, but for me, that's not a snack that you take out the fridge this for. You know what? Let me just. I, I love it, isn't it? You know I'm, I'm not in that store-bought coleslaw. I'm not in that. No, I'm talking no, about no, homemade no. coleslaw. You're eating no, coleslaw no. by itself. You better be having a long weekend where you're not leaving the house, bro. That's all I'm saying. You I, better I, work I, from home. <laughs> I don't eat that much of it. Let's not exaggerate. Yeah, I'm going to the office, bro. <laughs> right. Before we switch off, guys, make sure you smash that like button and let's get these FPL updates going. Where's Marquet? Let's see. Oh, Ty, it's not the... Ty, it is not the salad cream either. 
It is. There's no way a charity shield is on the level of. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you're the you're a big advocate for Salakim as well. I'm a big advocate. So, so is Cal as well, Matt. So you're on no, the no. ones with this yeah, one, bro. No, 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 no. I like Salakim. I'm, I'm just saying, like when no, it comes you, to that, like... you don't like it on your rice and peas, though. So no, 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 no. Here, here, I'm about to say, I like Salakim on my salad. But you see, when it comes to the rice, I'm, I, I like gravy in it. Like that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Salad cream on the rice. No, bro. but that's all right Me? for you, man. Salad cream, oh. rice don't bang without salad cream. It's ah, just tell simple, him again, Drift. No, no, no. It's just no, that no, simple, no, no. bro. You man, are, no, you man are sleeping, bro. <clears throat> right. FPL time. Salad cream for a reason. Salad cream. <laughs> salad cream, yeah? All right, bro, okay. All right, Matt, don't you have barbecue right. sauce with your fries? Okay. In it. Okay. Matt, do you have barbecue sauce with your fries, Matt? Yes, I've he been, does. I've been, been with him. He did I've it the other day. Barbecue sauce with my nuggets, bro, Jin. Yeah, exactly. No, but you also okay. have it with your barbie, fries, bro. bro. Okay. Do you put the nuggets on the barbie? What? Do you put the nuggets on the barbecue? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we really having a debate? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's bring it it's back. barbecue sauce. Yeah. Do yeah. you barbecue but, but sauce? Barbecue sauce by, with what? Sorry? With what? Sorry? You'd have barbecue sauce with your chicken nuggets, innit? Yeah, with the nuggets. Yeah, but do you put chicken nuggets on the barbecue to cook them, bro? Hold on. <laughs> Is that what we're really doing here? Is that what we're doing here? No, because if you're going to be specific, then we're going to have to do the same level. If you're going to ask me that question, yeah, you might as well go and speak to the CEO of McDonald's because that's what they give you, fam. They give you a choice. They give you tomato ketchup. No, 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 Matt. We agree that it's okay. No, we agree that it's okay because we know that you can be flexible. But you said salad cream is only for salad. So All we're right, saying, no. well, under I that premise, then barbecue sauce is only for checkmate. barbecue preferred. food, then, isn't it? It's not checkmate. It's not checkmate. How's it that is checkmate, checkmate, bro? It's fully it checkmate? checkmate. Because you put salad cream on your rice. No, because we used your no, logic against saying. you, and it don't make you sense. You use the logic it? against me. Am I lying? If you go to McDonald's, do you have to ask for it specifically or, or is it an option that they pre pretty much give you? Yeah, do you have to say to them... That's not what we're you, talking about. No, but do you say to them, big man, go downstairs and get some, some barbecue sauce for my nuggets or, do, or is no, it but there? you don't have to accept what they're giving you. I know. You can get ketchup. I you can get all sorts. No, but I don't got my way to go and get salad cream on my rice when there's gravy. Actually, Janelle, for real, there's enough man fasting. Sorry, people. We're talking about food. It's actually bad, man. Yeah, let's allow it. Let's, let's allow it. Let's allow it. Oh, you man on the salad cream like that. Apologies wow. yeah, to yeah, everyone yeah, who's yeah. Uh, fasting because wow. I know that must be hard to hear food right now. So, yeah. Um, in top spot, still leading, Marcus. Guy just got that top spot and will not <clears> let go. <throat> Poundland FSG are up to second. Massive, massive results for them. Um, oh, Glamour man. Boys down to third. Coppers in fourth. Rowton in fifth. Mark in sixth. Mark! <laughs> Lockdown oh, Mark! Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> Sell to buy Michael Edwards in eighth. I Jota Sheriff in ninth. AJ up to That's tenth. That's our big name, you know. Ricky up to 11th, Cameron up to 12th, Free Smoke in 13th, Scoop down to 14th. Oh, damn. Scoop's and on a Leicester still. Damn, son. <laughs> and Jomil in 15th. As I'll things stand, it looks like Marcus ain't going to be losing his top spot. I can start calling him Scoop Brendan, you know. Mark, Mark Brendan <laughs> <laughs> Scoop or Scoop Brendan. Mark's yeah, doing the excuses now. Now he's saying I hacked him. All right. <laughs> Mark said, Drippy, oh, right. 
We'll be raising this you know? with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no, going to lie. Since Mark came at you that time, his, his results ain't really been resulting still. So Listen, what, I wonder what did they say? Glass house, throwing stones. Ain't that what we say? Ain't that uh, what we say? These men can't know. reveal where they are in, in, I, in, the, no, in the table. I will not they can't. They I actually am. can't. And if they don't reveal where they are, it's bad, isn't it? And what's so <laughs> mad is I'm above... Well, I won't even say no. I won't even say no. But well, if we reveal it. where we are in the league, you'll be yeah, right all bad. Of course not. What's that? We're all, it's all bad, <laughs> isn't it? All I'm it's saying all is if you find where me, Matt, and Drifty are in the league, yes, you've got man. way too much time in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, yeah, that's real pages talk. to go through still. Facts, bro. <laughs> no, that's facts, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mark, take it up with um, head office, Mark. Take it up with head office. Complaint. The complaints department. <laughs> Man said, HR, you know. Um, for LFC says, it's not a trophy, it's a friendly. Red and yellow cards don't even count after. Fergie once said he used the charity shield to get players fit. Exactly. We don't count that. Come on, guys. Yesterday's no, trophies are not today's trophies. And you know, speaking of Manu, Manu are one to talk and Fergie's one to talk because they count that in their overall trophy hall. So Man oh, you, do they? Man Is that why they're trying to say yeah. that they've got as many trophies as us because of yeah. that? Oh, don't lie. I've got even less respect for them. Is that what they're counting? Come on. Um, Come on. I thought you were better than that, United. I thought you were better than that. Nets getting swept, Matt? No idea what that means. I'm a nice no, basketball, basketball, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Um, What's that? New York Nets, isn't it? Uh, yeah, New York, yeah, New, New York, York. Yeah. New York, uh, New, New, oh, Brooklyn, sorry, Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn Nets. Oh, oh, um, Brooklyn. I'm gonna be honest, they're, they're getting swept. They get, they're getting Brooklyn. swept, innit? They're getting swept. They're getting oh, swept. But Brooklyn is in New York, though, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's just called obviously the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, yeah, New York. Yeah. No, yeah, Brooklyn, no, Brooklyn, I knew Brooklyn. it was a New York team, though. That's what I said. Yeah, I knew yeah, the yeah, Nets yeah. was a New York team. Yeah, they used to be um, New Jersey Nets back in the day, and New Jersey Nets, and then obviously the the franchise. Oh, so they, 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 that's mad that in America a team would just totally move like all the way to it's another. Mad because like, uh, <clears throat> do you know that person knows how to run me because he knows obviously Kyrie Irving. That's my guy, but bro, he and KD have to stunk up the joint, bro. Frustrating. They allowed a bad season. Come on, man. No, bro. They're having a bad series to the point where Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are just like, and not even even Marcus Smart. It's long to go into. It's long to go into. But put like this: Brooklyn Nets <clears throat> are most likely going to get swept. All this talk about KD being like the best player in the world, you kind of have to look at it and go, is he really? Because you look bro, at how, the box, how's KD be, be the, How's he managed to do basketball and football? That's mad. <laughs> but no, like KD's just been he's been sensational up until the playoffs. he's gone missing. He's got hands and feet, defend against yeah? him. Right, Smart. is that how KD V's going on? He's got hands and feet. Man, man. coming like John Jones out here. Like, he's no Adesanya in that yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's mad, it's actually mad. But this is why I've always said LeBron James, and he knows how he knows how to get the best out of his team. So I just feel like with Kyrie and KD, as great as they are as like individuals. As a team, it's just not it's it's just not the same. Like LeBron knew how to kind of I won't say use Curry, but they work best in tandem, like one off, but like he knew how to use Curry off the ball better than anybody, in it. But it is what it is, isn't it? It's just one of them ones. Um Jamrock Cow, when can you do a defensive stat comparison for Trent? I'll probably do one in a probably next Monday. I'll do one if anything. Just remind me, Jamrock, and I'll get that done. 
because it'll be good to see what his defensive stats are like matched up to others. By the way, on that, I know some of the top line stats. There's going to be some surprises there with some of the other right backs who are in that list as well. Oh, you look, this is nuts. Elon Musk just bought Twitter. No, he didn't. I've seen a couple <laughs> people say it still. I think it's true. Yeah, he's on a new level still. He's on a new level. Next vibe still. Next vibe. He's on a new level. Uh, Elon, if you're watching, um, I'm here. What do you need, man? Um, and then, holler at your boys. <laughs> no, this isn't even for Liverpool. This is for me <laughs> personally. Um, I'm willing to be adopted. Crazy, man. <laughs> I'll do it. Man said, this ain't for up. you. This is for me. <laughs> I'm looking to, to bring man in, boy. Like... <laughs> you know, obviously get brought in, innit? I'm going to be Elon's son, innit? Like you, everyone's going to eat well, but I've, I've got to be at the table first. Eat well, you know. Man said, man said, scraps, you know, man. I can't feed someone else. We'll have, we'll, we'll have to wait for the Love for the cat it, flap man. to open. A man would just push a tray through it, brother, and just put it down on the floor, brother, and lock but back the cat though, flap. Right? You'll eat, though, bruv. Yeah, but that's and a hard way to eat, man. I'll be able to open that door, and you lot will eat at the table as well. There it is, bruv. It's a slow process drift, bruv. You can't just storm the castle, bruv. you got to knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kai says, Elon Musk is my favourite African-American. <laughs> 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 oh, well, people, we're going to wrap up there. We are going to be back tomorrow mm-hmm. evening at some point with a preview for Liverpool versus Real. So make sure you tune in for that. Obviously, on Wednesday, we will be there. What? Well, no, we'll Rock be here. Like, is that how much he paid for it? That's light change for him. No, he's got the P. No, nah, 44 billion isn't light change for anything. No, nah, that's minor, bro. For him, it you know, is, bro. Do you know what's money, dumb? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I know he's got people. What I'm saying is paying 44 million for anything is not minor. For him, it is. No, nah, bro. You that's you not you a minor for anybody. I don't care how rich you are. 44 billion is not a little bit. It's you man, just quickly. Just quickly. Don't matter how yeah? rich you are, bro. That is not yeah. a little bit. Do you want to see a crazy stat? Look at this stat, bro. That's mad. No hundred and thirty-one. No, that's comment. crazy. I leave that there. I ain't yeah, saying but... no, that's crazy. That's crazy. I can't even lie. I just saw that. I was like, what? That's mad. Uh, Messi <clears throat> FC says no mention of Seth Vandenberg. Uh, not for me, unfortunately. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big up to what he's doing. He's doing well. He's doing well. He's doing well. Yeah. He's doing well. Uh, Mario says, "What's the difference between the Super Cup and the Charity Shield drift? It's getting included." Uh, because winning the Super Cup means that you're playing against another elite side, and you both had an elite European season the season before. Charity Shield, you can just be put in it for being second in the league or runner-up in the FA Cup. I mean, come on, we got to be serious. I'm taking it now. <laughs> come on, we gotta be serious. Like, if it shines on. and if it goes in the cabinet, I'm taking it still. I'm just saying. Plus, one of them is an actual trophy, and one of them is a plate. It's just a shape, bro. What are you saying Wimbledon's not a trophy, bro? Is that what you're it's saying? A to a pen, them, man? It's a it's a big ass fifty p. 
Are you going to go? That's what are it you is, bro. Go? It's a big ass 50p, bro. Is that what you're going to say to see Serene Ravinas and Roger Federer in the down them, man? Yeah. He, he's, trying to, he's trying to downplay the, um, um, Wimbledon. Diff, different sport, different rules. Oh, okay, okay. Different sport, different rules. If it shines and it goes in the cabinet, <laughs> I'm counting it. Bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> One more stat before we go. One more stat. <clears throat> Easy. Shout out to Ali for the moment of the season yesterday as well. Legendary stuff. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely different. mad. Legendary. What I would what I would say though, because I know that's Matt taking another secret shot of me, but what I will There's say no is shot. That is, what why is it at you? What Alison want a shot? Huh? What, what what I will say is um no, I'm what? not the Ali one, I'm talking about the high line one. The reason why we can play the high line so well is because of Ali. Because I think if we had a different goalkeeper, the high line thing would be a totally different conversation. But we won't Probably. get into that again. But we played the way we played just... because we got Trent as well, though, right? Yeah, that's, that's just me highlighting how good we are. <laughs> that <laughs> is mean? art right there. It is indeed. indeed it is, bro. I'm not going to lie. When I saw that, I was done. I was like, that's just the best thing I saw all yesterday. That was just sensational stuff. People, make sure you smash the like button if you haven't already. This will be going out on podcast as well, people. So make sure you check this out on podcast. You can listen to our Monday and our calling show on a Friday on podcast. Also, guys, if you haven't already, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And I'm not talking about the Jamaican dance either. But people, <laughs> make sure you follow us over there. And obviously, like, comment, subscribe on this if you haven't already. People, we'll be back tomorrow. Until we see you then, blessings, love, and thank you. Oh, well, we've got another Oh, oh hello. Um, Jamrock says, Matt, that offside stat matters until, um, until they beat the offside two times in one important game and we lose 2-0, it matters then. That's a crutch. Jamrock. No, Jamrock. I'm not having that, Jamrock. I'm not having Guys, that. Guys, a couple, a couple supers came in just a minute ago. Did we get them? Yeah, I, I did actually notice a couple that came through. Did we get through those? Yeah, people were never happy, boy. Okay, people cool, were never cool, happy, cool. boy. I'll, I'll be honest, Jamrock, I don't buy that because that's like saying a pen... Let's say, for example, a penalty. We, we, we don't like the way someone takes a penalty. <clears throat> If they score 20 in a row, we can't sit there and say, oh, I don't like it because when they miss, then we're going to be on to them. We're, we're humans. We're going to get beaten with the offside trap now. And That's again, what I'm saying. Like, of course, Nothing's ever perfect. Like it's perfect. Uh, Math says, imagine we top all these stats and finish second. Oh, imagine no. we win the quad. In fact, you won't have to. I was going to say. Don't need to imagine. It's believe. a scary concept that I don't even want to think about. Man. Just ask more for yourself. Begin to believe. It. I ain't. I ain't. My worry about no. Huh? <laughs> but now, blessings, everyone. Until we see you tomorrow, stay safe, stay blessed. We are copies throughout, people. Take care. Peace.